from the creator of Star Wars. From the director of Cocoon. A world is awakening. Why, with the strength of my great army, can you not find one little child? It's a dangerous world. That's why we need your help. Your journey has just begun. Willow. Heroes come in all sizes. But adventure doesn't come any bigger than this. Find the child. Find the child. We are not afraid of you. After them! You're gonna get us killed. Adjust them completely. The next great adventure. You are great. Willow. Coming in May. You were dancing with some old guy? Not an old guy. I knew him. And we were (laughs) dancing. It was like a funny thing. He was drunk. Unbeknownst to him, he was burning me with a cigarette for like 40 (laughs) seconds straight. And I didn't want to say anything because I was a kid. (laughs) If he was an adult, <laughs> it's just drilling a hole like, in your. Broom, 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 broom. <laughs> ah, here we are, purring like a kitten. Yep, just a couple of podcast kittens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm hey, get, hey! I'm Alex Carter. I'm Tom McGrain, and this is Let's Ruin Our Childhood. For those of you that are new listeners, Let's Ruin Our Childhood is a well well oiled machine that consists of Tom McGrain and Alex Carter, who go back and watch movies that they are convinced they loved, uh, they were as beloved children. as children, yes. but have not seen really since they were children. Yes. So then we go back and watch them to see if indeed they are great movies or if our childhood has been ruined. ruined. And I got to say, this uh, this here movie we did this week, I didn't, I remembered virtually nothing. There was a handful of things where I was like, oh yes. yeah, but most of it, I was like, whoa. This is what, ma- who knew? I, is this like, th- this might be about the 20th movie we watch at this point? Yeah. Good for us, by the way. Yeah. High five. There's more than a full day of us talking about movies. Yes. Uh, but this movie was, I know I watched it several times, but watching it this time, I was like, this is a brand new movie. I remembered virtually nothing. Same. There was a handful of little things that I was like, oh, yeah. But there, mm-hmm. I, I was kind of, I was blown away by the special effects in this movie as well. Yep. This came out in 1988. Uh, this is, um, we, uh, this movie has come up actually several times in the podcast. Yes. <laughs> anytime George Lucas, uh, anytime his name comes up, we'll say Willow and then we're like, yeah, we got to watch that. And then I'll do my, uh, George Lucas impression that you will, which I will, but maybe not right now. No, maybe not. This is his follow up to Howard the duck. He did not direct this movie though. 
Well, 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 this is not his fault. There were a few movies between Howard the Duck and this. That George Lucas did? Yeah. Like what? Wait, what year did Howard the Duck come out? Probably 85. What year did Jedi come out? 83. N- oh, God, that's right. <laughs> yes. I was about to go to war with you on that, and then my brain <laughs> my brain held up the math in my head, and I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, wow. So, boy. That's and he a- didn't direct this. No, he didn't, but, but it's it was still. Just like his baby. But this is one of those movies where you fire it up, and the Lucasfilm LTD logo come- oh, comes yeah. up, which. In anyone our age means you're about to see absolute magic. Yes. Even with Howard the Duck, where the duck effects were terrible, but the creature effects were amazing. Yes. But it, but more than anything else, it's, of course, Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's... Oh, man. In my mind, this this came after Return of the Jedi. I mean, I mean, after... like there, This was after Return of the Jedi. I mean, like, right after. But you're right. Howard the Duck was in there. Yeah. And when did Temple of Doom came out in probably 85? When did Raiders come out? 81? That would have been early 80s. Yeah. If only there was some way we could find this if information only. out. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, so when did Last Crusade come out? 89, I feel I like. Bet. Yeah. Hmm. And you know that Sean Connery and Harrison Ford were only nine years apart? <laughs> yeah, which is hilarious. Yeah. Sean Connery plays Harrison Ford's dad in that movie, if you don't know. But if you're listening to this uh, podcast... One of my favorite know. movies of all time. Which one are you... Last out of, Crusade? Yeah. Out of the out of the Raiders of the Lost... No. Out of the... Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones Tr- movies. Which one is your favorite? Uh, one in three. Raiders and Last Crusade. I would say I watched The Last you Crusade know the most. We could totally do Temple of Doom on this. We could. Because I have not seen that in 20 years. And I was easily ruined, I'm guessing. Ooh, ooh, man. Now I'm excited because that's still a good It'll movie. It'll be our first sequel also. We have not. Yeah. We've done a good job. We will, we will finish our first year out on this podcast not having done any sequels. But there's, uh, the, the sequels are where the real gold is going to be. <laughs> hey, like yes. We're putting in work right now that's going to pay yes. off later because yeah. we'll be better at our job next year when we yeah. start getting to Gremlins 2 and Brandon Ream loses his mind. <laughs> yes. Brandon Ream proclaims quite seriously that uh, Gremlins 2 is the greatest movie of all time. It's I, I remember liking it's nuts. it a lot. Yeah, but oh boy. Don't even. No, no. Mm-mm. No. Hey, guess right. what? Uh, we should pause. You mean you need to inhale? <laughs> yep, inhale. And exhale. <sighs> While Toll and I were inhaling and exhaling, we had a, a good discussion about licorice. We did. Toll, Red Pines versus Twizzlers. Because Toll came up with some super sweet uh, Australians. Yeah, I got Wiley Wallabies licorice up in here. I've never had it before, and mm-hmm. it is delicious. Toll broke me off a piece. They're like giant fruit snacks. And it's fantastic. Yeah. So then we were having the discussion, Red red Rope versus... Red Vines versus Red Vines Twizzlers versus yes. Twizzlers. And Red Vines are kind of... They seem kind of stale mm-hmm. in a good way. They're sweeter. Yep. And Twizzlers are great. And there's something about the thin, like, little... I don't know. Yeah. It's satisfying. True. It is. They can both be used as straws. Yep. But yes, a slightly stale... Red Vine versus a brand new, like, soft Twizzler are, like, equally good. Yes. But then I brought up Nibs. 
And nibs are the best until I had these here Australian style licorice bits. Nibs are the shit. I haven't had a nibs in. We should get some candy from our childhood and bring it on here one episode. <laughs> and ruin it. <laughs> and ruin it. Except I guarantee I've had. Uh, you know what would be ruined for me? Hmm. Warheads. Things like the sour warheads, yeah. all the sour stuff. I sour patch kids? No, I can still do sour patch kids. Yeah, but like but a, I, like a, a the warhead. Super sour stuff. Like remember tear jerkers? I don't even know if they yeah. make those anymore. Tear jerkers are disgusting. <laughs> I mean, they're so sour. They're so sour. It's yeah, nasty. and a lot of that stuff that you you would eat when you're a kid, like the warheads and stuff, because you're like, oh man, you can, you know, it's just basically like a dare, like, like a, a weird, like it. whoa. Yeah. You wouldn't just like buy them and like sit down and enjoy, unless you're a sight there. Yeah, uh, but we, you would. We probably know. Yeah, yeah. as I say, we probably actually did that. But that's I what did. that's I what being a kid is a like. Box. At Walgreens, they had a massive box of tear jerkers on sale, and I bought it. The whole like the. You know, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Box that they open up and put out the on case. Display. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went through those bad boys. Didn't they come like what you can snap one off the other, like a snake almost? I have no tear jerkers were good. Oh no, I was talking about warheads. Sorry. Oh, warheads. Warheads were the little discs. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you would get them in a little like one-off package. Yes, but you could buy yeah. like six in a yeah. string, like Zots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Zots! I used to love Zots. Video Warehouse has Zots. I oh man, okay. You and I should do a documentary where we just go to Video Warehouse and walk around and talk. We should. Because I haven't been there since the <laughs> early, early 2000s. Yeah. Like, probably 2003. They have more movies, but guess what they didn't have? Uh, Willow. Yeah. I, I had to hoof my ass across town to Family Video. Remember when we started this podcast, Alex? Mm-hmm. Yep. I would make an effort to find the Blu-rays of these movies because yeah. I have a big-ass TV. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to watch it in HD. I've given up on that. <laughs> yeah. If I find the DVD, I'm like, that's fine. I'll just watch this. This movie is actually the least available one we've had yet because you couldn't find it at your main spot. Yep. But I can't believe Family Video had it. Family Video Video Warehouse said they've had six copies of it stolen. <laughs> what? That's why they didn't replace it. It's out of print. They're like, we'd have to buy a used version. And we've had six of them stolen. Six? In what time frame, I wonder? I, then enough said, for that to be a problem. Yeah, enough they're like, we're not replacing this. Oh, that well, you, oh, that's a crazy detail to that story. Isn't it? <laughs> Who would and then steal he ta- this? And then the dude, I, Video Warehouse may sponsor us someday. I hope he doesn't listen to his podcast. But we like couldn't leave because he kept talking to us about Willow oh. being stolen. And then he started explaining how anime gets stolen all the time. Like, it's their number one stolen videos. Is anime? Uh-huh. I was like, huh. Interesting. Cool story, bro. Yeah. And then he just kept on going. <laughs> kept on keeping on on this like, whole story. I'm trying story. to get out of here, yo. So I had to call in sick to work today. That's how long that guy talked to me. <laughs> so long you couldn't even go to work. <laughs> yep. Correct. Well, for me, whenever I try and find one of these movies, I go to Netflix first. And I think maybe I've, I think Gremlins was the only thing I've seen on Netflix. Otherwise, my second choice is go to Amazon Prime Video, and yeah. that's where everything is. And for I this one, I went there. They did not have this. Uh, Netflix did not have it. Amazon, nothing. And Amazon has everything. That's weird. This this was a and I mean, um, this uh, movie was kind of a bomb, but right. it was still a big movie, a big event. Movie. It was. So I, I was like, so I said, uh, Angela, my wife, my lovely wife. This is one of her favorite movies. Her and her dad watch this all the time, and so this is like a really yeah. This is like a memory for her. I'm like, oh, did cool. she watch this with you? Mm-hmm. 
so we're sitting on the couch and I'm like, shit, like I can't, it's not on Netflix or uh, Amazon. I don't, it's not, I mean, if it's just not available, she's like, check uh, YouTube. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Cause YouTube will be, will also have a lot of these movies that are anywhere else. You just pay whatever. This oh, is okay. for, this is for free in HD on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. So that must, <laughs> if that tells you anything about this movie. Yeah. No kidding. The, the studios were like, this is a George Lucas, Ron Howard movie that came out in the late eighties with a big cast. Well, that's not true. Uh, with a couple well, of big Gilmer. stars. Yeah. So this is a significant movie and it's, there's can you even i wonder if you can even buy us in blu-ray like this is such a disregarded thing it's just been kicked it's been kicked to the digital curb it's a free youtube movie yeah that's I had crazy a, you can howard the duck is on youtube you have to pay for it <laughs> what yeah and this was free this is so far superior to howard the duck yes i hated <laughs> howard the duck remember when we watched that that seems like three uh, years ago was that the what was that? Our second movie? That was one of the first few, four maybe five. I think it go back and listen second. to it, guys. It's really good. <laughs> I promise. In fact, all of our podcasts are great. Please listen <laughs> yes. to them all. If you want to sponsor us, then please, by all means, our audience is worldwide, baby. Well, I'm worried. We keep getting offers for people to sponsor us, but then I'm worried all the stolen music I use in the uh, in the videos. <laughs> yeah. I'm worried I'll get sued. Plus all the their, all the all the uh, the music that I put in in the yeah, I cut yeah. into the podcast. Yep. And what song am I going to put into this one? I don't know. I've always found a good song. There's been a cup. Running Man was one, and there's another one. Short that, what, people got no reason. <laughs> Short people got <laughs> no reason. What are you singing right now? That's, uh, the guy that sings a Toy Story song. Oh. Short. Uh, Randy Newman. Randy Newman. Short people got no reason. You've never heard that song. What is it from? It's just a song. I think it's from a movie. Short people got no reason to. I got All right, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna slam the brakes on this podcast and look this up right now because this sounds quite made up. <laughs> no. I'm gonna Google short people got no reason. Short. And when you hear it, you'll be like, oh shit. Short people got no. Let's see if Google comes up with the rest. <laughs> it's not got no. Reason, and I'll put in Randy. Let's hear it, Randy. I swear, man. All right, this is what it gives me. <laughs> short people got no short people. Uh, Randy Newman is it's what probably just called short people. Toll claims this is a Toll claims this is a real song. It doesn't seem like it could possibly be an actual we're, song. We we discussed uh, before starting this podcast. To, uh, change the course of Western music. Whoa! I haven't liked the way it's been going, so I decided I'd make another. That's record. barely coming up. Can I give all these people the finger? It's all right. It's Randy Newman. Are we ready? <laughs> Come on! Come on, Randy! Have you seen Family Guy when they did the Randy Newman? Yes. <laughs> Here we go. This is every Randy Newman song. I can't believe you haven't heard this. Warwick Davis doesn't have little hands. Or Davis has the biggest goddamn hands I've ever seen. 
what is happening here? Is this not the correct song for this? There's a Randy Newman song that's anti-dwarf? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? How have you never heard this? Why would I ever? Other than me. <laughs> yes, this is in my wheelhouse. I actually, like, well, we all love Randy Newman. Does it say what it, movie it's from? It says this is official video. How much coke was Randy Newman doing in the eighties? <laughs> he has an anti-dwarf song. Nobody, short people got, nobody I think it's like metaphorical, allegory for play the whole song. No, he said they have baby legs, so he's clearly. Wow, Randy! He must have been watching Willow. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> I now know. I, now the uh, the song uh, from the start and the finish of the podcast. I got it. Got it. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. L rockers. Pro- problem solved. Is Short that what people. You, that's what the nostalgic front calls their fans. NFers. Mm-hmm. Do we have L rockers? L Rock. Oh, you're right. It would be L Rockers. I, well, the joke I made was it's the McGrains because. Oh yes, <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> but L Rocker. Yeah. L Rockers. Hey guys, if you listen to this podcast, identify yourselves to each other as L Rockers. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't just have to. to Toll sisters, can you just call each other L Rockers at Christmas for Toll? Thank you. Yeah. Or call or. <laughs> Or call yourselves Toll Sisters. That would be everyone that li- all of our listeners are Toll Sisters. <laughs> oh, I like that better, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, la- we'll last, put a poll up. Our last podcast was the first podcast where I didn't get a, a nice text from my sister to say it was funny. I think it's because oh. we made too many Kevin Spacey jokes. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> yeah. We just heard about the story. We were drinking. Yeah. Sorry for anyone that we offended. We weren't uh, trying to make light of pedophilia. No. Here we are bringing it up another time. All right. right. But now we're just going to make fun of little people, I guess. No. No, just we kidding. can't do that. That's why this is going to be, not that I want to make fun of little people, but I'm like, how are we, I don't know how to talk about this movie, really. This was hard to take notes <clears throat> on. It was It was pretty densely packed there at the beginning, too, with things being explained and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I was watching this, I felt the same way because when, as we were talking about the whole like trying to find it was a whole issue because I, uh, I watched it and then I texted Toll to see if he had found the movie yet. He's like, no, Video Warehouse doesn't have it. So I said, oh, thank God. I was about to text and be like, don't worry about it. Let's watch something else because I'm like, I, I watched this and I have nothing to say about this movie. And then I immediately texted him back <laughs> because yeah. I had the girl I was with she called Family Video, and they had it. And it was it took like 45 yeah. seconds. And I was like, oh, Family Video's got it. Yep. So we had to go ahead and with I it. And I couldn't sense the disappointment in Alex's text. <laughs> yeah, I didn't convey. No. I didn't convey that across. But it's all right. Which I should have, when I got the text back from you that I couldn't find it, that was pretty quick. 
You're like, let's do something else. <laughs> <laughs> but there ain't no tone and text. No, sir. I've ruined a lot of relationships that way. <laughs> uh, Good times. Well, do we begin? Do we put on our gear and take the deep dive? The dive, we I only do. watched this movie once. Oh, he didn't. Wa- oh, that's right. You finished it up. Well, yeah. I asked. I said, am I going to want to watch this twice? And, and I said, said, no. No. <laughs> I should have. Because you take picture notes. I write notes, and I was like, what am I looking at? I don't even know. No, uh, we totally rely on your notes usually, so, but it's fine. It is. This isn't that complicated of a movie. No, it's not. It's but I try to get straightforward. Yeah. There's also a handful of things that make no sense at all. And a handful of things. Speaking of a handful of things, Warwick Davis could put the whole world in his hands. Warwick Davis is the star of this movie. They didn't give him top billing. They gave that to Val, Val Kilmer, Kilmer, which was great. Sense. But yeah, no one's banking on Warwick Davis. Well, and he had Warwick Davis. Anything. It was not in Teen Beat magazine. Yeah. Tiger Beat, and he played an Ewok before this. And as yeah. far as I know, that's an E. I mean, an he Ewok played Wicket. Or, he was yeah, a star. The main Ewok. He, not, he was in the Ewok movie too. I would assume. Remember, there was an Ewok movie. We should do that. That wasn't a TV special. No, there was a full-on theatrical release with that little blonde kid, and then Wicket, Wicket, the Ewok. No, you can't be right because there wouldn't. There was never a standalone, straight-up Ewok movie. But I know what you're there, talking I, about. I think it's even called the Ewok movie. And I'm and I'm and I'm saying it was a it TV maybe movie. Maybe it was made for TV. Yeah, that's what it I'm was saying. A full-length movie. No, no, I remember oh, seeing okay. it. I remember seeing I, that as a kid and, and being really upset because it was so terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you, you could tell, because when yeah, it must have been a TV. Because as a kid, I'm like, this looks nothing like Star Wars because it was so cheap. Right. And it was shot on like shitty TV cameras. Yeah. Let's take everyone's least favorite characters from the the theatrical release and make a TV special about them. That's what they did. Uh, Ewoks weren't everyone's least favorite, but a lot of people, a lot of nerds will. Hey, say I'll they tell you this. Ruined. And when the when the internet came out and people. <laughs> I didn't need to say that. When people started uh, (laughs) critiquing movies online in like the 90s, that was when it was news to me that people hated Ewoks. Oh, really? Yes. I loved Ewoks. Oh, when I was a kid, I loved Ewoks. Yeah, it never crossed my mind. People were like, no, this is bullshit. the same way that when you're a kid, Temple of Doom is your favorite Indiana Jones movie. Yes. Where like the worst, the the dumbest one was your favorite. Yeah, the one with all the gimmicks that kids have don't, you know, like, ooh, cool, great. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, I really I want to watch Temple of Doom now. You? Nah, you're Is good. That, are you sure? We got a little thing. You're talking quiet. Well, well, there be. I guess I'll just talk like this. <laughs> you worry too much. That's Mine fine. is too high, but I can't. Uh, we're fine. We'll we're, get some we professional audio equipment at some point. We're just two turntables and a microphone at this point. So True. Toll and I have one microphone where our foreheads are touching right now. <laughs> yes. As it's, we like do we're sharing a, it's like we're sharing a malt every time we podcast. <laughs> it's like we're singing a real intense uh, Hall Notes song where their, their foreheads are together on the microphone. You <laughs> make gone, my... Oh, 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 oh. God, uh, this podcast has everything. Randy Newman live. Yep. Hall Notes. Uh, so the movie opens. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the movie. All right, and we get a couple of uh, 
couple of lines here. Yeah, get some information. Seers have foretold the birth of a child that will bring about the fall of the powerful Queen Bavmorda. Seizing all pregnant women in the realm, the evil queen vows to destroy the child when it is born. Yep. Then we open on a crying baby girl. Uh, we, we don't know that she's a girl, I guess, but we would assume from that statement yep. that it is the girl we are talking about. There's some women in cages. Uh, they're in like a dungeon, so I assume like a slave girl gave birth. Yeah, some sort of underground situation. Yeah, they're either prisoners or slaves. Yeah, all in the shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a sort of dungeon. Uh, and the lady has given birth. This baby is freshly born. Yeah, a newborn, as it were. Yeah. Uh, a fresh baby, as Toll would say. I would a fresh human baby. A freshy. Yeah, it's what I feed my girlfriends. Yeah. Uh, call back to Bram Stoker's Dracula. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a vampire. Okay. All Mo- right. That movie stunk. Yep. Gary Oldman was good, though. Yeah. These all have redeeming qualities. Hey, guys, if you haven't listened to our episode of Bram Stoker's Dracula, please go back and listen. It's a good one. We do, because we aren't excited to talk about Willow. Yeah, let's talk about Bram Stoker a little bit more. I'm trying to find, like, trying to find flaws in this movie. is like, I don't... The special movie, effects are so mm, good in this movie. Yes, the problem with this movie is they're really... It's a flawless movie, but it's still not a good movie. Yeah. There's no there's gl- flaws. I've did... Well, I mean, yeah, but there's no glaring, like, oh, shit. Like, there's no... And, like, Teen Wolf was full of, like, oh, shit. You know what I'm talking about? Like, that was... Yes. That was, I mean, I was shooting fish in a barrel. It was great. Palm trees in, in Nebraska. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dog with uh, so much. Hey, yeah. guys, if you haven't listened to the Teen Wolf episode yet, <laughs> by all means, go back and listen. Right. I also had, yeah. Um, yeah, this movie was just kind of, it's very Ron Howard, where he's like a really good director, but he's very... Uh, he Straightforward. Does, he does like a great job. He tells a story, but he's not real flashy. Even though his movies are kind of he's flashy, like a, he, he's not flashy. He's like a government worker that made a movie. If that makes, you like, know what I mean, like perfect, like rigid. He makes very his movies are very well done. Yes, structurally very sound. He's made a bunch of really good movies. Yeah, but they're like the dunk, the dunk, the dunk. Yeah. Like, it's not like uh, like watching a Scorsese movie. You don't watch a Ron where there's Howard artistic movie. flair to it. There's no you don't artistic watch a Ron flair. Howard movie and go, oh, obviously this is a Ron Howard movie. Yes, How it's a generic. It's a generic. Like, it's it's a, like a, super well it's, done. It's like a computer made a movie. Yeah, a, a movie making computer made a movie. Ooh, here's a good question. When do you imagine you could? Uh, at what point in time could you enter your script into a computer and then? You just shoot all the raw footage for it and enter that into the computer, and the computer makes the correct movie. <laughs> well, they have the computers are writing fiction now. I, I mean, know, I know. It's crazy, and they like. I, I just saw that a computer learned how to play um, some form of Chinese chess. Oh yeah, or yeah. Like that's that. the newest. Um, it, yeah, it's the newest uh, like breakthrough in AI. Is it beat the? It's, it's not Chinese checkers, but it's. It was some it's like Pogo or it's, yeah, a, it's, an, it's a it's an ancient Asian like I think Chinese game yeah. and it's super like mathematically complicated. There's like several different uh, like choices yeah. to make moves and it's a it's like chess but like and they basically, but like exponentially more complicated. They told the computer the rules of the game and it taught itself. Yes. Pretty cool. Yeah. Also, we 
When do we need to start worrying about this? <laughs> <laughs> well, according to the top scientists of the world, yesterday, yeah, <laughs> Stephen Hawking. Well, we got we got, we got <laughs> nuclear war to worry about, buddy. Yeah. Uh, I don't, Meanwhile, gotta, the dumbest person on the yeah, planet is our we president. Get, we gotta get rid of the uh, the, the wig Cheeto first. <laughs> yes, first things first. So we'll worry about uh, AI. Will probably AI will be like, oh, we that's what that is what we should do. Maybe AI will be mm-hmm. nice. It will be. We didn't make it. So many questions. So many. Maybe it'll just be a little Haley Joel Osment. When did that? What year did AI come out? Two thousand four. Two thousand one. Well, how old is Haley Joel Osment? Is like twenty eight now. He has a big fat guy now. <laughs> but like, do you see him on on uh, on uh, Silicon face. Valley? He's got a little face. He, did, he had a he had a guest. Um, uh, he was a guest character on Silicon Valley this last season. It was awesome. Yes, it's very funny. Silicon Valley is a good show. Oh, I love that show. And nothing ever. Two thousand one the... AI. Two thousand one. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Nothing's ever resolved on Silicon Valley. No, oh no. It's like almost. They just, they just almost... keep kicking that can well, for like, four seasons. Like, come I, on, guys. I've actually stopped. I don't know. If, did you watch The Walking Dead? No, I gave up on that a long time. I kept. Ago. I watched it and watched it and watched it. It's like, oh, success. Oh, here's another just fully depressing situation. Right now, right, we're basically right That's back at square one. The last. Yeah, we yeah. just keep getting kicked back. Yes, yep. characters keep dying. Not Rick, but anyone yeah. else is fair game. I, yeah. Okay, let's actually talk about the movie. This lady is giving birth, and she says, "Please help me." Yep. And another older lady that didn't just give birth has is swaddling the baby. Yep. And she's running off. Yep. To take the baby, and as soon as she does that, uh, the queen comes down. We assume Queen Babmorda. They don't say that, but we can she assume she comes down into the du- the dungeon looking for the baby. Yep, and she goes to the woman that has just given birth and asks where the baby is, and she says, "Your reign of terror is at an end. She will come back, and she will end you, finish you." Sorry, and you're like, okay. Well, that's going to take a while. So this reign of terror, your reign of terror isn't quite at an end since this is a newborn child. Yes. I think we're going to have to give it minimum 10 years if she's like some kind of prodigy. But more like probably 20. It's going to be a while. (laughs) It's going to be a while. Your your reign of terror is over in 20 years when this child is an adult. So just you... Don't you forget? Tw- I mean, twenty-five this years is a long, long time. This is a this is a, a flaw in the movie to me because yeah. the prophecy is that <laughs> the child is going to end the reign of terror, right? And a newborn baby isn't about to end the reign of anything. Does she lead to a other than their parents' sleep? Am I right? Is, does that count? Because as we watch this movie, the reign of terror does eventually end. True. Anyway, which that part didn't make sense either. We'll get there in three and a half hours. <laughs> so the lady that took the baby is going through the woods with the baby. And as she's running away with some kind of some really grand shots, there's a lot of very big shots in this movie. Yep. It's very it's a very good movie. I wonder who was the cinem- cinematographer on this. I think Ron Howard's been using the same guy for a long time. Yeah, because they, they were. This was a really uh, a good 
looking, big looking movie because of the cinematography in yes. it. Like it's very like big sweeping landscape, like yeah. you were saying. Yeah, it was really good on that uh, aspect. Totally. I mean, it, this movie. This is not a bad movie. I don't have, even have really anything bad to say about it. It's, it's very just, neutral. That's the biggest problem. That's the biggest knock is it's just not really anything. Val Kilmer is great. Yeah, but not like one of the all-time memorable. Be, yeah, but he gets to be funny Val Kilmer slash action Heroic guy, action Kilmer. guy, yeah. Was there ever another action? Well, he was Batman, I guess. but Yeah, and he's in like Top Secret. And he's oh, in... I love Top oh, Secret. I love Top Or Top do Secret. I? Uh, yes, you do. Probably I do, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've watched it recently enough that it it definitely holds up. The ballerinas dancing on the huge, the huge that God that scene <laughs> is burnt into my brain oh. forever. It's I remember as a kid watching that on HBO like on Saturday mornings, so like hundreds of times, and just losing my oh. mind on that. Well, I remember scene. stuff I didn't get. The, oh yeah, uh, and I didn't get it at all. The anal intruder. <laughs> But it's like yes. a fist, a plastic fist on the end of a jackhammer, and the guy died from it. And I was like, I don't, what's happening? I was like, oh, I guess I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Top Secret is fucking hilarious. It we really should watch is. it, because I haven't seen it we in should. probably 10 years. Oh, so. I, I have not oh, seen that in a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to focus on this here movie. Okay, so the lady's running through the woods. Yep. Uh, guess what comes after her? One of the cooler things in the whole movie... Uh, what I like to call the, the pig dogs. They're actually, and I looked it up. They're they're the devil dogs. I thought like pig dogs too because they make they have like warthog heads. Yeah, but move really fast like dogs. Yeah, and they look. In fact, there's not one iota of doubt except for later when there's a couple of close ups of them getting yes. killed. It wasn't yeah, but even it, then it was like I know when I was watching this and they I, were so convinced. Yeah, and I saw them running. I'm like, what? I'm like, holy, what is that? Yes. Like that's. That's gross like did, and did scary they, did looking. They train hyenas? I know. I thought yeah. because I'm like, this is not CGI, and it's better than CGI because it's real. But your brain is like, this does not compute. This is not a dog. This is not a. No, it's not a pig. But it's a I just read. Dog, I read online because it has like this. I mean, it's like a uh, like a big like haunches and, and a big head, but then like a long, like a long thin tail, like a lion, yeah. and it's all black and huge seeming. Yeah. So what it was, I uh, read online when they were Rottweilers, they had prosthetics put on them. And it's super convincing. They call them devil dogs. It's really cool. It was very cool. One of the coolest things in the whole movie. I mean, yeah. as far as practical, actually, the effects in this movie are damn near flawless. Yeah. 1988? This was probably, this. so this was like post-Star Wars industrial light and magic, like really starting to ball out and do some interesting stuff. Yeah. Because the effects, the effects. This is hard to explain. The effects in here are like, oh, I understand it's not, it's not CGI. So you have an idea of how, it's a green, a lot of green screen, but it's done. It's they do it so well that it's like this pretty. We'll get to the so brownies clean. later. Where yeah, you're like clearly this is an effect. That's but what it I'm is saying. Such a good effect. They do it, it so is. well that I would, I would rather see that in movies today. I'd rather see an even perfected version of that effect. Well, I feel like any more CGI is so good. It yeah. doesn't, it's just that you recognize that it's CGI. I saw Thor Ragnarok this yeah. weekend. It's like, God damn, like CGI, yes. like how yes. close with that giant wolf, like you're in every, and not to mention everything else, yes. all the, I mean, all the city, Jeff Goldblum. Ugh. Well, Thor. Yeah. How much, I mean, 
They're about eventually. They're a couple more ticks away from it being a couple more tweaks. To eventually, being completely we're going to have real. helmets at home. Yeah, because the advancements in what you can see in a, like, if they spent a hundred million more dollars on Thor Ragnarok, you could make you can make CGI now that is literally flawless. Like you right. know it's CGI because you just know that it is right. But you the fucking I just watched uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. I'm bummed I didn't see it in theaters. Oh, also, I did. I love that movie. It. Is it's it is so dark. That's the most. That's mm, that's probably the most emotionally and uh, how, how can I say this? That's the most emotional I got watching a movie this year, dude. Well, I was like, oh my god yeah and all of those movies are good this yep. one was like god yep. damn like, and the main like the orangutan the orangutan should absolutely win an oscar yes i'm not even kidding when i say that well they were talking about <laughs> it's crazy with the sequel which was dawn no dawn was the first one uh, war why? is the last one rise of the planet of the apes they were talking about andy circus getting an oscar nomination for playing caesar yeah, and he is good. And when that, f- oh yeah, yeah, that movie was great. But I also, like, <laughs> I-, I loved it. But I was like, this movie is so emotionally, like I get into taxing. Movies. I rewatch yes. movies. War for the Planet of the Apes. I was like, this is one of the best movies I've seen all year. Yeah, uh, I watched it twice, and I was like, I may never watch this again because it is just it's like, too much. Oh yeah. It's not like, a. Fu- it's it. Yeah. It's not. You would it's think intense. a movie filled with CGI apes going to war would be fun. It's not. It's really, rough. Fun is not a word you would use <laughs> at in at any point in that movie. Are they gonna make it? They they got to make another one. What's the next I don't one? Because they may, they may like, do. They, they may like, jump forward and do and actually start redoing Planet of the Apes movies. You know, rather than this universe yeah i don't know hard to say <clears throat> so many good movies out there you guys yes <laughs> willow <laughs> <laughs> how many movies can we talk about in this podcast that aren't willow <laughs> i think we're up to like eight I already <laughs> well i don't know why it's so <clears throat> well okay. but my my theory is <clears throat> At this point, well, as a kid, I remember being underwhelmed by this movie. Yes. I remember being, yeah. And, but now where we live in a post-Game uh, of Thrones and post-Lord of the Rings world, I mean. There's this, also some really, there's some pretty scary stuff in this movie. Yeah. Well, I remember that. This movie's not without its charm and good parts, but it's just, it's just not enough. Like, it's just not enough happened. It wasn't big enough. A bunch, a whole lot of little people. Got a whole lot of work for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think I read that there was like they hired like the big. It was the the biggest hiring of little people ever for a movie. They had like two hundred more than Wizard of Oz. Yeah, they had two fifty wow. for this. Well, back in the day, in Wizard of Oz, they def- those those were just slaves. <laughs> they weren't paying those little oh, yeah. people. <laughs> the Munchkins, the Munchkins were absolutely owned by the studio. They yes. were property. All right, they, kids. They were property of, your, of 20th yes, Century Fox. Yes. Out of your or, cages. No, MGM. <laughs> Get out of there, bang. <laughs> yes. Get the hell out of there, you. Sing. Sing. They're all hung over. <laughs> yes. Oh, horrible things. <laughs> well, we hadn't said anything horrible yet that I did it. <laughs> 
Uh, so this lady's getting chased by pig dogs. They're technically called devil dogs. They're one of the most impressive things in the movie. Here's the thing I do in our podcast, Alex, is I, is I repeat myself. We talk about something, then we talk about something else, and then I repeat myself because I have to re-explain where we're at. Yeah, we but that's fine. It. it is fine. The devil dogs are chasing this lady. Here, that's the third time. Yep. She's running. She finds a very convenient patch of reeds in a river. A real a nice, nice patch. Nice, nice baby-shaped patch a nice, of reeds. A nice baby raft size. <laughs> yes. And she sets the baby down <clears throat> on the reeds, yep. pushes it out, and like Mo- Like Moses down the... Yep. Uh, Whatever river that is, like Moses down the Nile of Catholic school, like no, yeah, it is the Nile. Like Moses down the Mississippi, <laughs> Moses Mo- went down the Mississippi all the way to Alabama, where he met Jesus and like, they became best friends and invented America. Misses down the mighty <laughs> Mississippi. <laughs> yep, yep. He gave birth to uh, what's his face that created <laughs> the Church of Latter Day Saints. Uh, 1981 is when that happened. 80? No, not 81. No, it was 1860. <laughs> 1840. No, I was. Oh, I I didn't tell you. I'm I'm the Messiah, Alex. Oh, well, that makes sense. Now I get it. Yeah, me and uh, yep. So yeah, the baby is going downstream. She hits a little. She lands into a little embankment and is found by two tiny little children little people children little little people children so little little people little little people children yeah and they're cute kids man extremely cute yes cute little kids yeah couple of 80s little people kids like yeah and they go they find it and they're like data which i was like why is why are they calling him <laughs> data 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 and they Illogical. go get warwick davis who was 18 at the time so he was popping out kids when he was uh, nine. Yep. And he goes, was he Warwick 18 Davis, or 17? He was 17. Okay. <clears throat> he's, uh, he's farming. He's uh, plowing his little field with a pig instead of a horse. Adorable. Yeah. Yep. Adorable. And then his adorable little little person, little, little, little person. Yeah. is like, Data, mm-hmm. we found a baby in the river. <laughs> yes and he runs down and he finds and what does he say oh he says this isn't like a, it's not an elven baby yeah it's a daikini baby daikini and he's like we're gonna push it downstream and forget we ever saw it yep and i was like oh that's what a terrible roll credit to that is yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah, end the end he he does. He pushes it downstream, and an alligator eats it, and the movie's over. <laughs> yes. I was like, thank God. I barely had to take any notes. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but he walks. I forget. He he goes away from the baby. He has to go do something, and he gets back, and now his wife, Kaya, is holding the baby. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no. And his hair is fucking bananas. <laughs> There's a little person mullet of all time. It's like. Also, we already said it. Motherfuckers got the biggest goddamn hands I've ever seen. Warwick Davis is two and a half feet tall, and his hands are absolutely bigger than mine. I'm 6'3. They're huge. They're huge. And I'm not 
this is another thing I'm not trying to say to be funny. Like, it's alarming when you see it. Because he's always holding, like, throughout the rest of the movie, yeah. spoiler alert, he's holding this goddamn baby. And his hands, he can palm a his basketball. His arms are long as well. He can palm a basketball, no problem. Yeah, and his arms are pretty long. Longer than proportionately. And, yeah. And uh, it looks like he has a barrel between his knees when he's walking all the time. That's probably, with hands like that, he's probably rocking a tripod. I'd have to guess. Oh, I. <sighs> I'm sure I could Google that right now, but I'm not going to. But yeah, I imagine Warwick Davis had a giant hog on him. Like upsettingly like, oh, yes, what is yeah, happening? You're all yeah. hands and dick, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, uh, he's he's like, like, yeah, I was yeah. Ewok. Want to go fuck? <laughs> I was also the leprechaun. I know you didn't see Willow. Uh, yeah. Also, the other Star Wars stuff. Yeah. His hair is crazy. Oh, his wife's holding the baby, <laughs> and he says, under no circumstances can anyone fall in love with this baby, because he doesn't want to take care of it. <laughs> I was going to make a joke. I'm not going to make it. Okay. Uh, you should. Maybe not. He freaks out. Because you said no one can fall in love with this baby, and I was going to say, don't tell Kevin Spacey that. <laughs> But we agreed we weren't going to make any more Kevin Spacey jokes. Scratch that from the record. (laughs) He didn't actually tell that joke. Oh, man. Ryan, I'm sorry. Told made me do it. I didn't. And, yeah, Kevin, that whole thing. How about all these Hollywood types, all the awful things everyone has done? And now everyone looks like, what do we, how do we function in this society? Yeah. Hey, here's rule number one. Don't be a creep. Yeah. How about just don't be a creep, uh, answer, everyone? Though, that, too late. Lots of people were creeps and still <laughs> are. Many, many people. Okay. He freaks out. He's like, tomorrow's the biggest day of my life. Because here's there's a lot of words and names in this movie I didn't quite catch. Yeah. And I kept pausing and I was like. Much like a Lord of the Rings movie where you hear all these character names and you're like, I'm not. Well, and then, I need to hear so, them a hundred times. He's up to be the high high alterman's apprentice, I think is what the guy was called, the high alterman. Yes. And he's very excited, and his wife says, well, remember, the high alterman hasn't picked a new apprentice in years. Okay. So now he's off to town with his kids, which is not very – I thought they were going on like a journey – yeah. It was not a journey. They live in town. <laughs> or at least very close to town. <laughs> right. Where he's going to do magic. And there's kind of a weird song playing. And there is so many little people. Yeah. Okay, Alex, here's the thing. <laughs> now, I don't know if this is, because it's not true anymore. Mm-hmm. But when I was a kid, because of... Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Uh-huh. I was so, so very afraid <laughs> of little people. Yeah. Like, Oompa Loompas were not my bag, baby. They no. scared the shit out of me. They were hauling off kids that, like, they died and they were singing songs about it and their faces were <laughs> orange and their hair was Yeah, green. yeah, yeah. That's a really good point because I, I mean, I... Same is true for me because in in any movie back then, like any any gross or scary little character was played by a little person. Yes, like the like the flying monkeys in the Wizard of Oz. Yes, and, and characters like that, like they're just like weird, creepy elves. Like it's always and but not in this. 
they're all nice. No, in this, they're nice. But at, at the time, my but, mindset but, at the but, time, part of the, okay, I don't, there's no way, I said, there's, we can't, I don't know how to talk about this, but like, yeah, it's just. No, the point, so what I was going to say was that little people walk with a certain gait just because of the way their bodies and not, are. Not all of them. No, but, I know, but it's, so, but it's a, but it's something that you could attribute that. Right. It's a, yes. and I'm, I think I'm not trying to be, again, this isn't, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just saying like, just because like the structure of their bodies that are, you know, deformed right. compared to ours. Uh, I'm trying to say the right thing. You know what I'm trying to say, but you, for- but you recognize that if they're in a suit, you're like, you know, that's a little person. Yes. <clears throat> so, but you equate, that sort of like movement with a scary thing. Often so then when times. you so when, then when you see a, a nice quote character like Willow, you still have that weird like, oh, uh, this is this. I I feel weird about this because when you you equate that same type of person with a weird scary thing. Yes, and Oompa Loompas were scary. As yeah, hell. and they're like that's when what I was I'm a saying. little kid, Oompa right. Loompas. It was one of those things where like they really scared me, and I, and then in. Yeah, a little person in life. Not that I'm. I'm over it now. I'm not a. <laughs> yeah, this I'm not, is kid I'm stuff. not discriminatory. No, but, it's like it's like being afraid of black people when you're a little kid. I know lots of people <laughs> that are like, "Oh my god!" When I saw my first black person, it was very scary. It's because we live in Iowa. You just don't, you know, especially back then, you just right. didn't see a lot of people of color because you live around a bunch of white people. Yes, yeah, it's not a racist thing. Town. It's just demographics. Yeah. So kids, you know, there's a first for everything. And there it is. It's the first time you saw an Asian person. Yeah. The first time you saw a transgender person. The first time you saw a little like it's like oh oh this is all possible. But the first time I was always like holy shit. And Alex was scared every single time. Every it, single like- time. <laughs> Terrified. A guy with what? a mustache. Oh man. <laughs> a person with short uh, blonde hair. Yes. Yeah. Every iteration of a person. <laughs> Too much for me to take. Wait, this isn't my mom. I'm terrified. <laughs> um. Yeah, I actually, it's funny, when I was a kid, there was a a family friend got married at a hotel, the reception <laughs> yes. was at a hotel, where there yes. was also a little person convention, <laughs> and you should have seen me in those elevators, <laughs> I was in those elevators, I was like, be cool, man, be cool, you got this. Not that big of a deal. Nope. It's not crazy. Nope. This doesn't look hilarious. Just shut up. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think hilarious was not the word I was using. Terrified. I was like, have a tea. And a guy burnt me with a cigarette at that <laughs> at the reception. Yeah, with was, a little person? No, no. A, an adult man. I was dancing with him. So I you should be more afraid. Wait. You were dancing with some old guy? Not an a, old guy. I knew him. And we were dancing. It was like a funny thing. He was drunk. Unbeknownst to him, he was burning me with a cigarette for like 40 seconds straight. And I didn't want to say anything because I was a kid. <laughs> and he was an adult. And he's just drilling and a hole like, into your I back. Was like, <laughs> yes, getting burnt at a big old blister and everything. It was weird. It was crazy. <laughs> it was weird. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, so I just sat there getting burnt. <laughs> I remember that shit. Isn't it weird that I would do shit like that too? Like where when you're a kid, you get seriously injured. I'm like, huh, I'm not telling anyone. Yeah, yeah. What kind of weird? That's weird. Kids are weird. Well, I didn't. 
I because I knew there was something. I mean, clearly he was drunk and he wasn't doing this <laughs> on purpose. And I didn't want to call him out for burning me with a cigarette. I don't know. It was strange. Very strange. That's a, that's a I weird situation like for happen. a kid to be in. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, then it's like yeah, no big deal. Nothing <laughs> yeah. actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. This many little people haven't worked since the Wizard of Oz. No. Judging by this opening scene, it is. There's like, did you say 250? Probably. That's what they said. Yeah. yeah. They hired. There's the biggest like mass hiring. Good for them. And I used to have a joke about this that was not appropriate, but I did say I bet little people. Are super disappointed that they start CGI. They started CGIing little people into movies. Yeah, like like this was 1988. A couple, a couple decades later, they're making Lord of the Rings with a whole lot of a whole lot of little people parts. How fucking mad were little people when Lord of the Rings came I out? Yeah, for sure. Furious. That's what I'm saying. They're man. like, oh shit, it's all fucking over. Yeah, this, I mean. It, they sh- they shrank uh, Mikey from the Goonies. They can do anything. We're done. Yeah. Our our we we had the market cornered for, for years. Sure. Peter Dinklage is the only one. He's the last one. He's well, a- there was a couple in this movie, like the the wizard in the town. He's in a bunch of movies. Uh, Benny. T- uh, oh, Billy Barty. That makes me think a Billy movie Barty. that we should do, Alex. Yo. Time Bandits. Oh shit! Time yes. Bandits. That's oh, the ultimate sure. little person movie. Yes. That I, in fact, I think that was my first foray into little people. That might have been my introduction. Like, holy shit! In fact, I'm almost positive it was. That used to be on HBO They're all the time. Time bandits. I remember almost nothing of that. That movie kind of that movie freaked me out. Dude, that was a uh, Terry Gilliam. Yeah. Movie. He also Baron Munchausen. We should. Do oh that too. yes, that's that another one. Insane. Headless Robin Williams. Like his head's just floating around, mm. and he's playing that organ. Yeah. At one point, playing the organ that, that is stabs a weird the naked people in movie. the cage. That is a and weird they're like, oh! movie. <laughs> that is a weird movie. Oh uh, okay. man, yeah, we got uh, we have we have years of material. You guys, it'll be twenty twenty five, and Toll and I will have a we'll have a live show on MTV three in like twenty twenty five. I think by then there will also be. They'll just keep being more movies because we'll keep. No, I know, and, and the, we'll and yeah. the, the movies will age with us. You see, yes, we can't lose. <laughs> we can't. We got. We yes. What a great idea this was, Alex. Yep. Uh, Willow's a magician. Also, the, the, the there's a there's a little person band. That's yeah, playing. They're all clearly not playing their instruments. Yeah, there's one guy. Has a pretty mean guitar solo. George Lucas just loves having like little quaint bands in his movies. Well, there are some very George Lucas scenes in this movie. When Willow goes into the bar later, yeah, it might as well have been going. Dun, 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 That's what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. There, there are several like, and the way the movie starts out, like the big queen is almost like Darth Vader, like just come blowing yes. in and trying to like get you know. <sighs> Basically, yeah. Where's the baby? <laughs> yes, that you know. Yes. Darth Vader said that how many times in Star Wars? Yeah, but Seven, I mean, it's 17? very much like, oh, who wrote this story? George Lucas did. Uh, well, I wanted to make a picture where <laughs> there was some fantasy elements involved, and uh, I made all this movie off the Star Wars pictures, and uh, Harold the Duck didn't perform like I thought it would, so uh, I decided I would make a sword and a sword and sorcery picture. 
I'm and then I'll end up making uh, the terrible prequel films that nobody enjoyed, and then I just decided to give up altogether. Little did George Lucas know, I was going to try to do a Ron Howard narrating Arrested Development <laughs> impression, but... Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, can't. Uh, so he's a magician doing magic, and he makes a pig disappear. It's a pretty impressive little trick. Yeah. All of the townspeople are like, oh, my goodness. But as he's soon magic. as it happens, of course... Everyone's like, how'd you do that? The pig runs out from under his little stage thing. Yeah. His illusion has been... And he is very distraught. Yeah. And this fat guy that was taunting him earlier... He starts like, talking shit again. The yeah. bald guy gets all up in his grill, it's fucking very, giving him shit. Yeah. I wonder how many of these uh, little people were Oompa Loompas. I guarantee some of them were. I guarantee it. Statistically speaking, I would guess probably three of them were. At least. <laughs> Probably. Does that mean there'd be 12 out of 1,000 people? I don't know, because I don't know people. what kind of, pers- like, how often are there little people? Like, what's the what's the birth rate, I wonder? Um, Look at how quiet I am. I'm so, I'm talking quiet. Let's see. That was you going, um. Oh, here, I'll just get closer. There you go. See? It's going to be an uneven little podcast. Now, there's a, I, I, there's a, I can run it through a filter and it normalizes. Oh, everything. nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that that's what I'm saying. Like, little people own the elf market at Christmas. Oh yeah. Uh, the, well, the elf market across, and then any sort of little weird or you know like uh, living doll, like any any little tiny like person. Well, like uh, or Minnie Me, uh, Vern no. Troyer played the baby in Baby's Day Out, but he is. He's beyond little little person. He he's is. like a micro person. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And remember remember he would go to like the Playboy Mansion and like he had a Playboy playmate like fiance and Did you ever watch the that reality the surreal life? <laughs> I think didn't we bring this up and last he, podcast? I don't know. But he <laughs> had like four drinks and he's pissing off he's the side a, of his little cart. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. And every time anyone brings up that show, I get really mad because it's not still a show. That should absolutely be back. How how are they not brought that back? Oh, there's a plenty of B-list celebrities that would so be on that in a heartbeat. Many. Oh, B-list, C-list, D-list, E-list. There's so many shitty like internet uh, yeah. phony celebrities. <sighs> Hopefully, they'll bring that show back right when this podcast gets really popular, and then we can fucking be on that show, <laughs> make yes. all of our dreams come yes. true. That would not be, I would hate that so much, being on that show. Um, so the fat guy insults Willow, but now it's time for the higher alterman to pick an apprentice. And this is one of the other famous little people in this movie. Billy Barty. Yeah. And he, I recognize him from several movies, most notably Time Bandits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's going to pick an apprentice, and he has these, they're all lined up there trying to do whatever and he hasn't picked an apprentice in years and he says which finger he holds out his yeah, hand with little sausage he fingers. holds out his little hand <laughs> and then willow holds out his hand and crushes his hand and says i've got the power now bitch <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> i was like oh shit lord davis <laughs> No, no, no. That's no, not no. what happened. <laughs> that's not he what said, happened. which finger has the power to control the universe? Or the power to control the world is in which finger? Yeah. And they have to guess which of his fingers has the power to control the world. Yeah. 
But if he has that much power, why are they all such wusses? <laughs> Great question. Because they really are. They're yeah. They're like, we can't. We they're can't they're leave. just fodder, basically. Yeah, they're, yeah. I mean, it's it's like mow. You can mow these guys down, no yeah. problem. And Willow picks a finger, and the guy's like, da 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 da. No apprentice this year. Kind Everyone of picks wrong and walks away. Yep. And as that happens, or right near that, yep. Uh, devil dogs. Devil dogs cutting through. Yep. And everybody knows the devil dogs work for the queen, and they're looking for something. Yep. This is another Alex Carter moment with the devil dogs running around. <laughs> where, what? Honest, uh, because that little, that cute little kid. Oh, crying, yes. Crying just in full on yes. f- fear mode. Mm-hmm. Dude, imagine if you're a maybe four, maybe five, maybe six. Yep. I don't know how old she was. Uh, she was probably four. Real young. Yeah. Uh, there's Rottweilers with pig masks running around. Storming around. Terrorizing. Wildly. And, and pig masks that look fully real. Pig masks with, with six-foot-long lion tails. Where I didn't have a... Where I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, that is one of the most convincing effects yes. I've ever seen yes. in a movie. Yes. Because it's just... They just put because masks it's real life. on Rottweilers. An organic... Anything that's organic, like that, like a like a dog instead of a, a CGI beast, which would have been, of course, what you do now. Even now, no matter how good it is, having just a dog with a with a, a little a bit of a, a suit mask. on, whoo, very scary. Because your brain's like, that's real. That's there's real. scary. There's some real scary stuff in this movie, in my opinion. From if, if yes. I, I was seven when this came out. This I remember seeing this in the theater. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so my, the, anyways, about the, which is funny because it apparently did not make that much money. No. Uh-uh. And I would have like so many of these movies I would have seen. Oh yeah. Which is weird. It's kind of, um, my joke is it's not really a joke, but I say that I hate when I see babies cry in movies because babies can't act. Right. And this movie has several inst- several instances of babies like scream crying, where you're like, someone is like hitting this baby. Well, or... this girl scream crying. Oh no! Yes. no one, no that's one what... had to hit this girl. Yeah. all she had to do is see one of the fucking pig right. dogs that's running not... around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tears would be flowing. Yeah, I could have been fourteen and a half <laughs> if, if one of those pig dogs. Actually, I'm thirty five. If a pig dog came into my house right now, I would shit my pants <laughs> yes. and the podcast would be over. <laughs> I would have a heart attack and yeah, die. Me too. Yeah. I'd be like, oh! I'd become oh. paralyzed with fear and <laughs> yes. get immediately eaten because yes. I, I live in the modern world. I have no idea how to deal with any sort of wild animal. Yes. Actually, if a Rottweiler came through the door right now, I would be scared as fuck. Yeah. Unless it was like. <sighs> Unless it, like peeked its head through and like, <laughs> like winked at us, like hey, and it's like hey, I'm I'm, I'm like, like Spuds oh, McKenzie, yeah. I'm gonna come here, let's get drunk, and then I'd be like, oh my god, this is but the best it, like, night of my life. In, started tearing a chair apart, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, this dog is here to eat us. I would be very that, uncomfortable. That would be uh, problematic <laughs> yes. for sure. Uh, earlier in the film, Willow says they have to take the baby to the high council. But he doesn't want to because he's like, no, we can't. This is why he was freaking out. He's like, we can't take it to the high council. I'm already, they already think I'm weird enough and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Like, but after the after the pig dogs come and they they manage to kill. There was only one. It was just one pig dog, wasn't it? Uh, I feel like there's a couple running around. But they managed to kill a couple. They kill, yeah, yeah. They speared a couple. Yeah. And I feel like one of, I feel like one of the devil dogs was like ripping one of them apart. Yeah. Did also, I imagine that? Uh uh, 
the the girl I was watching this pointed out that one of the the, <laughs> the girl I was watching this Ivy, with the uh, <laughs> the little warrior guy looks very much like uh, Little Rock Johnson, <laughs> Little Dwayne the Rock Johnson, big time. Uh. That dude was uh I recognized him too. He was uh what's his name in um Bad Santa? No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Not yeah. the same dude. Well, no one of the little but the other one was Tony something? Tony Cox? That wasn't Tony Cox. Oh, that is for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking is. about the other dude that looks like The Rock. The guy that has the longer hair? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a little more like Samoan. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah Later, they're called dwarves. As they're I say, called, they're called a handful of different things. But at this point, Peck? he says that's not an elven. Yeah, Peck is the derogatory Which is like the term. N word yeah. for whatever these guys are. Yeah. Peck. Oh, um, so he takes the baby to the council. His family has fallen in love with it. And they're talking about what to do with it. They say get rid of it. And the higher alterman doesn't. Well, they say we need to get rid of, we need to send her down the river or get rid of her or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, they'll kill her. And I'm like, yo, dog, when you first met this kid, your first impulse was just to kick it back down the river. Yeah, right. As if that was saving its life. <laughs> right. So at this point, it's you've already got it much farther down the river and things are crazy. So surely this should be good enough for you. Yes. By your own standard. Yeah. <laughs> But it wasn't at this point because he started to like her too. And yeah. the higher alterman says he drops some bones. He's like, let's see what the bones say. Yeah. And he whispers to Willow, the bones don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Do you feel any love for this child? Pause, pause, pause. Well, not like Kevin Spacey, but I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it was also a girl, Alex. God, I know, I know, I know. Jesus Christ! Why did I say? Why did I have to say anything? Thanks a lot, Alex. <laughs> I like dr- I like making Toll get in trouble. With his own words. <laughs> uh, All right, no uh, more of that. And he, do you feel any love for this child? And mm-hmm. Willow says yes. He's like, well, guess what? Your mission now, bitch. And that's kind of where it goes. He says, "The bones say it. We have to save this child." So. The safety of the village now depends on Willow taking the child to find more Daikini, which are humans. Yeah. And he's basically the first Daikini they find, drop, dump the kid off on him. Yeah. Good luck with that. If I was walking down the street and somebody was like, yo, I got a baby for you. Check out this baby. You want this baby or what? I'd be like, you know what? That's uh, not for me. Although <laughs> that's not for me, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I politely decline. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, different time though. Different time, different time different and place. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> different realm. Although um, Val Kilmer does make a reference to Kashmir, which is a real place. I was like, so they are on Earth. I don't know. Didn't it's pretty uh, ambiguous. It was. Um. 
So they're going to take – they have to – now Willow's tasked with a handful of other dudes to take the baby to the, to the Daikini Crossroads. Yeah. Where many Daikinis cross, I guess. That's where he's taking her. What's a Daikini? It's a human. Oh, yeah, that's right. The big – my Yes. Large people. Yeah. And they call them giants from very far away. And then I, when they said that, he's like – this this baby isn't one of us. It's a giant from very far away. I'm like very far away. It's been, <laughs> it's been floating down the river for like 20 minutes. <laughs> How far are you guys walking? It doesn't seem like it's that far. And clearly, Warwick Davis isn't going to be walking all that far. No, he seems to have a hard time. Walking. <laughs> <laughs> See, God, we should have done a different movie, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he's got to leave. Uh, the 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 higher alterman gives him, as he's assigned this task. The higher alterman asks him, uh, "What what was your first impulse for the finger to pick that mm. could control all the power in the universe, or whatever?" And he's like, "Oh, it was my own finger." And he's like, "That was the correct answer." You're like, oh no, <laughs> right. you whatever. dumb fuck. Yeah. And then he gives them some magic acorns, where if you throw them at people, it turns them into stone. stone. Yep. Uh, so he's talking to his kids about leaving, and they start naming off. They're like, what about dragons? What about all these things? What about trolls that will eat your face off while you're still alive? And he's like, you know I hate trolls, but like, you get the sense that the world is a dangerous place. Yeah. Especially for a little a little. Guy. Not well suited for yeah. one of these little dudes. Yes. Luckily, he's built like Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> he is. Very he... much so. <laughs> <laughs> A little tiny Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, he is man. proportionately identical to Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> I'm going to wreck it. <laughs> you, you hit the nail on the head yeah. there. Good job. So he's saying goodbye to his wife. Yeah. And it's they're, go putting, time. they're putting the baby in his backpack, getting yep. her ready to go, because he takes a baby backpack, as you do. Baby back, baby back, baby backpack. And this is where the wizard, the... Uh, the yeah, that's uh, funny. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, because he's got a baby back. He's got a baby on his back. Baby backpack. Chilies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the outer world is no place for an elven, says the guy that's supposed to be like the super powerful sorcerer. Yeah. And he sends them off on their way. And he's like, just follow this bird. And he grabs a rock <laughs> yeah. and throws it up in the air and it turns into a bird. Uh-huh. He's like, follow that bird. And the fat guy that's also going on this mission. Yeah. I, I didn't mention that a handful of dudes volunteered. To yeah. He's like, a, yeah, yeah. And the big fat guy that was a dickhead earlier yep. doesn't volunteer, but the sorcerer is like, you're their leader. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're on their way, throws a rock up into the air, turns into a bird, and the fat guy's like, it's going back to the village. And little sorcerer guy's like, forget about the rock. Yeah. Follow the river. Forget about the bird. Yeah. Follow the river. The bird yeah. was a rock. That's why I said that. Yeah. And the little rock is like, never forget about the rock. Because I call that guy the rock, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now they're walking, and there's like a montage of them walking. Yep. Of them 
trudging along with a lot of very big shots. I'm going over bridges. Big epic landscapes, yeah. yep. And they're walking, and finally Willow's like, we have to stop. The baby's sick. And they stop, and they pull the baby out of the backpack, and the fat guy's like, how do you know it's sick? And it barfs right on his face. Yeah. Projectile vomits. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Nice animatronic baby. Do you remember the show that Warwick Davis was in where he made toys? He was like a toy maker that solved mysteries. <laughs> he didn't. He solved <laughs> mysteries. It may not have been Warwick Davis, but I'm pretty sure it was. That was a Bram Stoker laugh like nobody's business, by the way. <laughs> 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 All right, I yeah. got to look. I'm, it may not, but there was a show in the '80s that I was something, obsessed. Something with. lit up in my brain when you said I that. I was obsessed with it, and he lived in like this weird house. Something lit up like, in my brain when like you said one that. Of those old school Victorian houses, and he made toys. Yes, and then he used the toys to catch criminals. And in the opening credits, there was like a a doll that barfed on a guy's face. <laughs> and the fact that this is real is gonna. It's one of those shows no, that I feel like I, I made up. In I my feel mind. like you're shining a flashlight into my brain right now. <laughs> I know. I feel hold like on, I made this hold up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no. I'm but sa- I didn't. I swear to you. No, I'm, sa- I'm saying I think I'm, you're discovering a buried memory in my brain. Hold on. I will hold on, in fact. I'm going to. Uh, yeah, hold on. I'm going to inhale too. And exhale. The TV show I was talking about <laughs> did exist. It was not starring Warwick Davis. Nope. I say Warwick movie. because I've heard, I watched that TV show he was in, and I'm pretty sure they say Warwick, mm. but it's, it looks like Warwick. Yeah. Maybe it is Warwick. I don't know. Look at how little I am. So little. Nah, there, I wasn't. It's fine. You're good. Um, so that TV show existed. Yep. It was called The Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Look up the Wizard TV show on YouTube, and if you're anywhere around our age, you will shit a brick because your brain absolutely buried any sort of knowledge you ever had about that show. Oh, mine didn't. But I remember watching that. <laughs> I used to watch <laughs> yes. that all the time. Yes. I bet it wasn't on very long. Nah, probably just probably a couple years. Yeah. Probably a couple seasons of The Wizard. Yeah. Holy shit, that was hilarious. And then also, when we were inhaling and exhaling, we went on another tangent, and we really... Did a little bit of digging and found a real buried gem in my in my brain. Oh, same. Remember the movie called Baby, the Lost Legend about a brontosaurus, a, a baby brontosaurus, <laughs> starring Sean Young. Yeah, and the guy from the Blue Lagoon. Oh my God, I remember that being a big deal when that movie came out. I do not. I just remember seeing it at the video store and wanting to rent it all the time. (laughs) Because it had a dinosaur. I was like, Look, it's got a dinosaur. I and my my dad would be like, You don't you don't want to rent this. <laughs> I'd be like, but I do so bad. Yeah, I do, Dad. Yeah. I want to watch Baby, okay, Dad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Uh but I have not thought about that in thirty years. See, it's weird. There's it's a whole... real weird. Okay, if you're like me and haven't thought about that since maybe you saw it, it's a real weird thing to remember something you that your brain has not fired on. Oh yeah, in decades. And this that's one of my favorite parts of this podcast is when we do that. 
And this was a big one because I oh, my yeah. brain completely forgot about that. No one references that movie in pop culture. No. It just got buried. It just got buried. Well, I'm pretty sure it's just uh, terrible. We'll have we'll get to that movie one day. We watched a trailer. It's fucking hilarious. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> I'm this this is probably the most all over the place episode we've done yet. This movie is exceedingly difficult to talk about for some reason. I know. I kind of figured this would be the way it went because I was kind of trying to dodge. Dodge of questions. It's okay, though, because we're over an hour into the podcast, and we're about five minutes into the movie. <laughs> so we are right on schedule. Yes. Um. So he's taking his baby backpack. <laughs> baby pack, baby pack, baby pack. I'm not going to do backpack, it again. Baby backpack, baby backpack, baby backpack. I want my baby backpack. Baby pack, baby pack, baby pack, baby pack, baby pack. Baby pack. It's a fun Willows, joke. baby pack. <laughs> <laughs> baby backpack barbecue sauce uh, hey look you guys get what you pay for with this podcast yes. all right if you guys don't like this podcast i'll refund your money perfect there you go we're not refunding our sponsors money though <laughs> you mean the ones that don't exist of course <laughs> yeah, not. i do indeed uh so he's leaving and his wife kaya is like oh we've never been apart yeah, and he gives she gives him a very large lock. What seems to be about half of her hair. <laughs> yes, a large portion of her hair, a yeah. big braid of her hair. Yeah. Like he could wear it as a belt, practically. Yep. That was before uh, the wizard turned the rock into a bird, and before they had to stop because the baby's sick. Because we did just mention there was a montage of them walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went backwards in my notes. Don't go backwards. Let's please go forward. No, I'm going to. Okay, now we're in the Queen's uh, court. Uh, we cut to that. We do. And you can tell it's a George Lucas movie because he loves wipes. Left to white, right. Oh, yeah. Center wipe. Yeah. Wipe in. You ever try to wipe left to right? <laughs> it's terrible oh well when i was making this picture i thought if i would swipe left to right it would really give it the the real uh, emotional touch that it needed and then of course the center wipe uh, really really sets the stage for the next scene and indeed yeah we're back at the queen and one of her little uh assistants maybe not assistants it would be an advisor i would guess yeah he says i sense your daughter will betray you no, it's not her daughter. It's the skull mask guy, Skeletor, who yeah. I refer to. Yeah, yeah. he's and he was also on the cover of this movie a lot of the time when you would go to the video store. The, yeah, the skull guy was. Yes, I remember that, and it looked so cool. And yeah, he, he's really not that significant in the movie. No, he's he's the he's the main henchman of the yeah. movie, but he's pretty inconsequential. Yeah, and he's not. I mean, the cool. He's wearing a cool skull mask yeah. that's very reminiscent of like Skeletor. Yeah, and he's got kind of a big voice. Yeah, he's a big uh, guy. Yeah. But then, ah, we'll get to it later. <sighs> yeah, he senses his daughter. Her, the the queen's daughter will betray the queen. Is what he senses. Terrific. Um, Good story. And we are aware now because of the pig dogs, the devil dogs being in Willow's town. And that they mention, they t- we cut to some soldiers, some bad soldiers, some of the Queen's henchmen saying that we went to the town, checked things out. We mm-hmm. know there's a group of them missing. Yeah, A group of them have left town with the baby they're looking for. Then right. they know that. And as soon as they say that, 
uh, they we see that they're being chased by we a group of they're hiding in the woods as a group of horses and pig dogs come yeah, through yeah and they're presumably all, they're the, all laying down in the woods yeah and they queen senator forces out yeah etc and after that they're kind of all talking i don't re- i don't remember exactly what willow is doing yeah, yeah nothing but he, he so backs, much in this movie is just very so forgettable is the yeah, problem with this he, movie he backs into a, a cage where they're out in the open. A very how he didn't notice a very like a wa- large a, man in a cage. A wasteland, you could call it. Yeah. Not no discernible anything from in yeah. the far horizon. But I wouldn't call it a wasteland because it's quite it's it's beautiful. It's like but, mountainous. Yeah, uh, yes, right. on the outs on the out. But they're in a, a flat, barren yeah. area with mountains on the horizon. With a cage yeah. just hanging there, and Willow backs yeah. into it like he didn't see it from a thousand miles away. Yeah, right. And Val Kilmer puts him in a headlock, and he's like, "Give me some water." And he's already funny. He is funny throughout. Val Kilmer? Yes. Yeah, he's great in this movie. He really is. I mean, Mad Mardigan is pretty great. Yep. They also call him... They ne- No one ever doesn't call him Mad Mardigan. There's never a shorter version of his name. Yeah. Everyone calls him Mad Mardigan. No one's calling him Marty? No. Mad. Mad. Maddie. Mardigan. Mm-mm. Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. There goes Mad Modigan again, <laughs> being mad. He's he's so mad. We must use both Mad and Mardigan. Yeah, they never, never explain apart. why he's mad. Do they? Probably. I do. They say he's, he well. He, he says he's the world's greatest swordsman. He does. Yeah. How does that make him mad? I don't know. His mad sword skills. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a guess. But this is the first time know. we hear Peck. Because uh, we hear a weird screaming sound. I don't know what that is. Before, and then Willow backs into the cage. Mad Mardigan puts him in a headlock. And he says, give me some water, Peck, or you die. Yeah. And his teeth are all nasty. Super nasty. And I was like, man, Val Kilmer is so good looking. I feel like he's too vain to have teeth this nasty. Yeah, right. And then about ten minutes later, he rubs some water on his teeth. Back like, to brand new. <laughs> back, no back problem. Back to band, brand spranking. <laughs> yes. Brand spranking. Brand spranking new <laughs> Top Gun Iceman giant white chompers. Yep. yep. His big old 80s teeth. Uh, the guy, the big fat little person's name is Burgle Cut. <laughs> Burgle Cut? That's what I wrote down. That's a good name. This this movie was a good name for a dog. It was hard to keep track of the weird names in this movie. I'm gonna name my dog Burglecut. Yeah, <laughs> Burglecut. Um, Willow asks Mad Morgan not to call him Peck, and that's our an word exchange. for ourselves. You can't use that. Does he really say that? <laughs> no. Oh man, <laughs> I was like weird. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. I don't know what that means. Burgle cut. Um, how didn't he see the cage? Don't call me Peck. Uh and Willow is like, I'm a great sorcerer. And he pulls out an acorn. Yeah. He's gonna throw it at him. And he's like, Oh no, there's a peck with an acorn pointed at me. Pretty humorous. Yeah. I don't think the other guys have left at this point. No, they're still there, like in a crowd. They're all. But they're going to leave, and yeah, and 
Mad Mardigan is kind of telling them to, or and that he wants the baby, and uh, he says he's the greatest swordsman that ever lived, and he asks for water because he still hasn't gotten any. Yeah. And Willow says, he says I'm a good guy. And then he asks, basically, he's like, are you a good guy? And he says, yes. And Willow's like, thank God. And he's going to go give him some water. Yeah. Uh, um, because before that, he asks for water and he, he starts crying in his cage. He's like, <laughs> just give me some water. I've been in blah, blah, blah. Uh, and after he asks for water, the second time after he cries and he gets some water, yeah. I think... I looked away from this movie a lot. I was trying to write a lot of things down. <laughs> and I was having, like, I was paying attention, but I... This movie was very easy to be distracted away from. Yeah, which is that weird because it's really great looking. <laughs> yeah. You can, as is true with a lot of the movies that we watched, they're very, they're like state-of-the-art, technically, a lot of them. This so they look was, they look sharp you, even though they look they may look somewhat dated or even a lot dated you can still tell these are real good craftsmen this is state of the art yes. and this is one of those movies where you're like oh like this is pretty boring and dumb but it's put together and it looks very well and looks great yeah you, like it made me want we should watch I think we've discussed this before but we should watch legend have we mentioned that? We have. And when I was about 10 minutes into this movie, I thought to myself, I would I really wish we were watching Legend right Legend now. Legend creeps the creatures like the the Ridley Tim Scott. Curry? Yes, as that demon dude? The, Ridley, the devil? The Ridley Scott Woo! universe for like a children's fantasy movie. And the girl was the girl from uh, even the nice creatures, even uh, that little deer kid in Legend? Ferris Bueller is scary looking. Who? The little deer kid that's nice. Oh yeah, he creeped me the fuck out. Tim Curry as the devil. Oh, fuck that! You're like, I don't where know, did? It, I don't oh, remember what he's called. You see There's that? You're like, oh, so you're the devil? Because it's goddamn terrifying to a degree where it's like this isn't fun. Terrifying. Is that the it's movie like where the horse drowns? No, no, that's uh, never any story. Like, Artex. Atreyu. Artex. Atre. Uh, yeah. Artex. Atreyu is the kid. I remember watching that as a kid and, and having my brain melt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird I lost movie. my innocence in that movie, Toll. Yeah. And that creature, I forget what the bad guy's name is in that. That thing scared me. We'll get me to that movie. So much. We'll absolutely get to that movie. Man, that thing scared me. Never ending story. <laughs> nah, that's what this uh, podcast is called. There's a very large army coming. And they ask about, they have to find someone to take care of a baby. Oh, they talk to Eric. They find they talk to Eric, the warrior guy that knows Mad Mardigan, because the army's coming, and they're not a bad army, the right? Army that's coming. No, and they keep asking. They're like, "Hey, this is the army that's fighting the bad queen," and they're coming, and they try to talk to one soldier, and he's just totally dismissive. They're all dismissing them, and then they finally get to talk to this blonde guy with a beard that knows Mad Mardigan, right? And he says, they ask him if he, they ask Eric, 
the guy that knows Mad Mardigan, if he wants to take care of the baby, if he could take it. He's like, I'm going to into battle. You need to find a woman to take care of this baby. Uh-huh. And Mad Mardigan's very quick retort is, we thought we already did. <laughs> Being a woman is so insulting. Yes, yes. <laughs> How dare you be a woman. Yes. So Mad wants the baby. They leave. Um... This is a, th- a line I didn't understand where Eric doesn't has no respect for Mad Mardigan. And he says, I served Eleanor. You served. I put dot, 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 because I couldn't understand what he said. Mm-hmm. And I rewound it, and I still didn't know who he said. I think himself, maybe. I don't hmm. know. I served Eleanor. You served yourself. Maybe. I don't sure. know. And they take off. So now Mad Mardigan is trying to convince them that he should get the baby. Yeah. He wants the baby. And he. Uh, this is probably when he asked if he was a good guy or not. And they go to get him. Quit going of, in reverse, Toll. Only sorry, forward. They go to get him out of the cage. <laughs> and we see Willow has like a stick. And he gives the padlock on this cage the smallest tap of all time. <laughs> yes. And the block breaks off. That, yeah. Just, and Mad Mardigan falls out. Yeah. Willow's physical abilities are slightly lacking. Yes. He, like, swinging things is not his forte. Rowing boats. <laughs> no. Walking behind carriages. Throwing they, punches. Yeah, they're difficult swinging that hammer. As For as big later. as his hands are and as long as his arms are, it's still... Well, it's almost like... Yeah. It's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a strong suit. I mean, I know what he's going for. I know where he's coming from because when, you're, when your dick is, is half as long as you are, <laughs> yeah. life is hard. <laughs> right. And that's something he has to deal with. I know. Willow. Same. I, mean, I feel him. <laughs> yes. I feel him. <laughs> you feel him. Good. Good. I do. Good. Good. Because good. I share. This is a great podcast. I share in his. We're not. We're not bottoming out right now. We're not uh, <laughs> scraping the bottom of the we're cruising <laughs> we, right now. It's funny. Why don't we want to talk about this movie, Alex? Because it's highly forgettable and mediocre. But it, I watched it and I was like, "This all of his shit is so impressive." I didn't. Well, the movie isn't impressive, but the visuals, the, the, the parts. Val Kilmer is the, great. The parts separated are good. You put them all together, somehow much less good. It makes no sense. It, yeah, I don't know. Here, let's like skip. It. We're gonna skip through some of this a little okay. bit faster. Okay, so they get out. Uh, they let Mad Morgan out, and they they had the baby. Like, oh yeah, we should take the baby. He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take the baby. And Willow's like, great, good luck. I'm gonna take off my own way. And Mad Morgan's like, yeah, great, I have the baby. <laughs> there, we just <laughs> yeah, skip so ten give minutes. Him the baby. Yeah, so he takes off with the baby. Are you a good guy? Willow's yes. like, great, I'm out. Roll credits. The end. Is that... Uh, no, no, now we meet the brownies. Yeah, so then we see an, an eagle is... Care, uh, Willow and his friend Migosh, the other the other little people have left already. Yes, yes, yes. They're like, we don't want to... We, we want no part of the bullshit. We're going to give it bullshit. to Mad Mardigan, whatever. Yeah. And it's over. They left. Uh, so now Willow and Migosh are, get to go home, and they're talking about, are we going to be heroes when we get home? Yeah. Because we took this baby, we mm-hmm. left the Shire, 
It's not the Shire, it's but the it Shire. might as well be. It's the yeah. Shire. It's the Shire. And, uh, <laughs> Make no mistake about it. <laughs> yes. And they've left, and they're walking home talking about they're going to get a hero's welcome when they get home. He's like, they yep. should give us medals. Yep. And then we see an eagle flying. This is a cool effect, too. It worked. There was something on the back of that eagle, and you're like, what? What the hell? And someone's yelling. Yeah. And it's Kevin Pollack, I think. Maybe it's the other guy. <laughs> yeah. But this is where we first meet the brownies, and there's an eagle flying with a baby in its talons. Yep. And this is sweet. See, this is the thing about this movie. Didn't It pulls you movie, in with the effects. Well, see, that's the thing, is that this effect is impressive. This fucking little dude riding this eagle from a distance and up close is an impressive effect. But this movie had very little effect on me, because I was just like... That's exactly that's exactly right. That's what I'm saying. The the parts are somehow much bigger than the whole. Like the the effect of compositing that actor on that eagle's back mm-hmm. in 1988 is like wow that plays very well. Surprisingly, yes, better than some you would even see because today. Because they do a distant shot and close up. Yeah, because when they show that eagle flying, they they clearly put something on an eagle's back. Yeah. That from a distance could very well be a tiny dude on the eagle's back. Exactly. And then they go close. And they cut in. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. That looks like a tiny dude on an eagle's back. It totally works. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like the best green Howard screen technology director. ever. Yeah. He's yes. made a lot of good movies. But he's, a, all... he's a movie making robot. Yes. Ron Howard. He absolutely is. And that's kind of the way he talks about himself even mm-hmm. when he talks about making movies, if you've ever heard him interviewed. Okay. So, these the brownies have stolen the baby from Val Kilmer. And brownies, by the way, are six-inch tall people. Yeah. Maybe eight. Yeah. I don't know. Somewhere uh, between six to eight inches. Yes. <laughs> larger than average penis-sized people. <laughs> Is that larger than average? I'm just kidding. Settle yeah, down, Toll. joke. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, oh yeah this is a really cool scene so uh uh wait but how's it mm, they cr- oh they this is where they the the brownies catch oh yeah 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 they catch willow and his friend migosh yep which is that's his friend's name yeah they tie him down and it's a lot like gulliver's travel yeah it's totally it's gulliver's kind of, travel it's a cool juxtaposition because these are little people being caught by even little by people. much more little people yes, yes. yeah well, yeah like, but oh, was, there's everyone has a size like this there's it's very all about significant size differences in this movie yes. that gives you a it's a fun you thing. run the whole like, gamut that's true yeah. but it was and this is yeah, again so brownies do a lot they do of. oh yeah and i don't rem- when i first saw this i didn't realize that the brownies are going to be like the main character, some of the main characters of the rest yeah. of the movie. I thought this was a scene, yeah. but anyways, they haven't. Yeah, they so they have the two uh, Hobbit guys tied down, Gulliver travel style, and the effect is again. And there's one standing great. on Willow's chest. Yes, and you're like you could, you're like clearly they had to do some mixing of film here, but that is a fucking cool effect. It's tight. For 1988. Like it's, it's so guy, it's so a tiny solid. Guy standing on a living actor's chest is very impressive. Yeah, and with a shot from a distance, I was like. God damn! Technically, this movie is fucking flawless. I know it's pretty crazy, and it's and again completely completely forgotten. Mm-hmm. This was in 1988. Like, uh, I wonder what other movie, what other like effects 
heavy movies were out in 88. Plenty. But I don't know that any would be hmm. as impressive. I know. That's, um, that's what is. I'm wondering. Um, so as this is happening, they like the forest kind of lights up. And we were about to meet the goddess of the forest, I guess. They don't say her name. Um, find out. Yeah. There's a bunch of naked, sort of naked fairies. I thought it was weird that they like have like skin tight the fairies were a cool effect and they're not wearing clothes they have like skin tight body suits and no genitals as far as i could tell yeah um stop saying no okay well uh, oh, by the way the, some of the top movies from 1988 yeah um <laughs> young guns we need to do that one oh wow stand and deliver need to do that one stand and, is that about the teacher yep with the uh, with uh, what's his face, Isai Morales? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, uh, he just trying to teach you mathematics, Holmes. <laughs> yes. That's what, but yeah. They used to play that movie on PBS once a year. <laughs> that really? was an important movie. Yeah. License to Drive. Oh yeah, we should do that one too. Oh boy. So Willow's the only effects-driven one, and it's not one of the top movies. Beetlejuice. It? Oh, Roger yeah. Rabbit. Roger, that's Robert Zemeckis. There's some fucking. Who framed Roger? You want to talk Rabbit. about impressive special effects? Holy. That shit would balls. probably that would probably be the other biggest one from that. Yeah, the rest seen, are pretty straight. Roger Rabbit is one that I watch. Twins all of the time. Twins. Heather's. Heather's. Oh shit. Eighty eight was a big year. Shit. Yeah, it was. God damn. All sorts of shit to ruin there. <laughs> all right. Let's get through this fucking movie, oh, please. Oh God! Pretty cool <laughs> special effects. The uh, the 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 forest goddess. They yeah, she, like, like this. She explains. She's like, leave these two alone. Free them. Galora this, this has chosen. Effect. Galora is the name of the baby. Turns out she's a princess. Yeah. How how you can genetically be a princess? I mean, you can, I guess, but oh yeah, right. Like, you can't just decide, like, oh, you're a princess. You're princess. You were born a princess. No, that's not how it works. That's not really how it works. Yeah, her mom is a peasant. I don't really <laughs> see. So much so that she had to send her down the river to yeah. save her. So <laughs> clearly not some sort of royalty going on here. But yeah, Galora is the name of the baby, and she has picked Willow because the forest goddess can understand the thoughts of the baby. She has picked Willow to be her guardian. Yeah, because that's how that works. And he's like, I'm not strong. I'm just a little person. And I'm whatever. just a... He had a weird fake accent that was kind of... Well, he's he's British. Oh, was he? Yeah. Uh, but it seemed like a... It was a weird accent. He's not a very good actor. No. Well... Oh, here's, he's, another, here's another thing I want to say that's probably going to be not nice. <laughs> but... I'm listening. <laughs> when... In the movies, before you could shrink people down to be small, yep. and you had to have little people, as we were discussing in all those mm-hmm. roles before, yep. they're not, generally speaking, the best actors. Peter Dinklage is fucking that, amazing. Peter Dinklage is an amazing actor. But uh, that's the whole thing. My, but, but why I'm saying that is this, because when you're, when you're casting something and the role has to be a little person, you got to take what you can get. Yes. And dwarves as a part of the population are much smaller than, quote, regular people. 
Right. So by the it, same the, the numbers, pool is smaller. Yes. Yeah. And I can remember as a kid, like seeing like like memorable faces of little people playing this these same role. There's probably there must the be a guy that plays is there a, a documentary out there of like character actors that were little people that made probably a million movies between 1975 and 95. I'm pretty sure that I've seen one. I'm I'm I'm, I'm just, not even kidding. No, I'm just saying it out. I'm thinking out loud. There must be. There's a documentary about people that played Munchkins that are still alive or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly. Wasn't there a scandal here in Des Moines when, like, someone was saying they were uh, one of the original, the last original Munchkin, and they went to Hoover and like gave a speech, and then uh, they were discovered to have not actually been a Munchkin. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's a real Des Moines, <laughs> Iowa story. Please, I implore you, if you're listening to this podcast right now, get on your smartphone. That, didn't the and guy search, like, work at Yonkers and, or something? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And get into Google and type in. Last Munchkin, Des Moines, Iowa scandal, and I'm assuming a story will come that, up. But we're not going. To. <laughs> I'm not going to right now. I'll do it later. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm telling a true story from about <laughs> 15 years ago. Um, All right, can we please talk about Willow the movie? So okay, he now he's in charge of this baby officially. He sends his friend Migosh home. And he's on his way. He's off alone in charge of this baby. And he comes upon a saloon in the woods. Of course. And he walks in. And this is the part I was saying earlier. That essentially, when he walks in, they might as well have been playing. The hot chick with a giant tentacles coming yeah. out of her head. Six boobs, whatever else <laughs> you want. That's, I mean, it's not exactly what's happening, but it very much It's is. the Willow version yeah. of that, yes. yes. George Lucas loves a good cantina scene. We get it. Thank you very much. And he gets harassed a lot immediately because yeah. daikinis apparently do not like pecs. No, which is why they call them the, the P word. Yeah, pecs. pecs. Um. The little dudes are fighting. By little dudes, I mean the brownies. The little little dudes. The brownies are also navigating. Yeah, they're tagging they're leading along. Willow. Yeah, they're they're like the queen of the forest has said. My the brownies will. These two brownies will lead you where you need to go. And one of the brownies is Kevin Pollak. Yeah, we already said that famous but, comedian actor. Yeah. <clears throat> and the brownies <clears throat> inexplicably have. French accents. They're just they sound like, like those Monty Python they're characters. They're very much cartoony. Yes, little tiny guy accents. Yes, like Heckle and Jekyll, but little French. Like, oh yes, we're going to do this right now. Yeah. <laughs> right? That was more. That was, that more was much Gonzalez. more Mexican. Yes. That was much more Hispanic than <laughs> yes. it was French. But we yes. <laughs> uh, oui, we. Oui. <laughs> We we Holmes. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm here. I'm here to lead this little person. All right, Eastern European. Oh, sorry. We're all over the board. Uh, French. We we. We're going to lead you right to where you need to exactly. go. Exactly. That got kind of. That kind of kind of got Hispanic too. It, got it, it doesn't matter. They're leading them. Um. Mad and we now we meet Mad Martigan again. He's dressed as a woman in a dressing room with a woman 
he's dressed as a woman in a dressing room with the woman <coughs> that he's just slept with. Yes. And her husband is coming, and that's why he's dressed as a woman, I think. I guess so. From her husband. Yeah. I didn't quite take this all in. And her husband comes in. He's like, what's going on here? And his name is Lug. <laughs> okay. I just saw, I was like, Lug? Really? You couldn't. It's like, Bluto, Lug. Okay. Sure. I get it. Why not fart or burp or. Yeah. <laughs> and he's upset. And he's like, you've had a man in here. And he goes over to Mad Mardigan. And he kind of pulls his. He pulls he like a little scarf, scarf over, over his, his face. face. And, yeah, and he yeah, sees yeah. the mustache and beard. But classic that, movie trope. He isn't. He isn't. He's not deterred. He's not deterred. He aroused. He's like, oh, finally a woman with a beard, like Bugs Bunny style, yeah. like the old Wearing dressing so up. So many like Mrs. Doubtfire with the bus driver sees her hairy ass legs. Yes, he's like, oh yeah. my kind of woman. Yeah, I'm like you know, I mean, I don't have a problem with hairy legs, but uh, Robin Williams, Harry. I would be like, That's, oh, this is an issue. This is a big You're problem. A werewolf. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're actually transforming yeah. right now yeah. into a slam dunking or I would say, werewolf. Oh, you're clearly a man, and I am not attracted to men. So I'm going to turn this. I mean, this party is over now. Uh, where I, I would say the same thing if I met a woman with a beard. I would say, oh, but not Lug. Lug's like, yeah. Uh, how feminine of you to have a beard. Perfect. I'm gonna, <laughs> yes. Now I'm going to grab your yeah. fake boobs. Mm-hmm. And he, he had, kept trying to. And yeah. supposedly the other woman in the room was his wife. And he's totally trying to molest Mad Mardigan yeah. while his wife is in the room. Well, we're led to believe. And he, he literally says, would you like to breed? Yes, that's the first like, thing he what? says. Yeah. We're led to believe this guy really sucks. Like this is just, yeah. I guess, adding yeah. to it. And it was also, it also makes it okay that Mad Mardigan just humped his wife. He's like, right. oh, this guy's awful. Right. So Mad Mardigan can still be okay. <laughs> right. He still comes out clean yeah. in that yeah. scenario somehow. He can be a home wrecker. He's the less. <laughs> he's the yeah. the lesser asshole in the scene of assholes. Yeah. Sure. Correct. Um, and now the daughter of the queen, Bab Morda. Uh, Sorsha. Sorsha yeah. is her first name. P.S. Um, Sorsha and Val Kilmer were actually married after this for six years. Oh, wow. They met on this movie. Ah, very nice. Very nice. Guess. Love, 80s style. Old, old hey, are you guys still listening to this? Am I? I don't think I am. Am I still talking on this? Yeah. Okay. So the daughter of the princess... Or the daughter of the Sorsha. Queen. She's basically the enforcer. Sorsha. Yeah, yeah. She's this she, is another this is another issue, a real issue I had with this movie as it goes along. <laughs> but I anyway, know. she's looking for the baby because that's all they care about is killing this baby. Yeah, and she's leading it. Where's the baby? Blah blah blah. And <laughs> she goes up to Val Kilmer is now holding the baby. Yeah, and. She's like, "Is it, are you are you this baby's mother?" And he says, "Yes." And and she says, "Can I see the baby?" And as soon as she says, "Can I see the baby?" Willow jumps in front in between uh Sorsha and Mad Mardigan. Mhm. He's like, "No, you can't. Don't let her." And except for he's two and a half feet tall and she right. just kicks him. Right. And he falls over and she kind of pulls down Val Kilmer's scarf. Yeah. And she says, you're not a woman. 
Well, Lug hears this, and he's like, not a woman. Even though you just saw the same you saw thing, the same beard, not even friend. not even two minutes but ago. Val Kilmer, who's supposedly the greatest swordsman alive, yeah, couldn't handle these fools, but Lug can. Lug just found out Val Kilmer isn't a woman, so he tackles like he's five filled dudes. with rage <laughs> yes. because he's in, he's uh, ashamed of his own sexuality. He tackles like five dudes, and Val Kilmer escapes out the window, and Willow escapes out the window, or something to that effect. And they're now on a on a carriage, on a cart, a horse drawn carriage. Yes, but it's like a. It's more. It's not a comfortable carriage. It's like an agricultural stagecoach. Yeah, with no top. Right. Because I would think a stagecoach always has the correct the thing. And they're rolling, but now a wagon, if you will, a wagon with wooden wheels, indeed. And now they're getting chased by maybe some pig dogs. Uh, definitely, uh, like Some the, soldiers. The, yeah, on horseback. And a chariot. Yes. And as the chase goes on, their carriage, or whatever we just called it, just the back wheel, Explode. one back wheel just ex- disintegrates. Yes. I don't see what happens. It was made out of plywood, and all of a sudden it hit. I don't, did it even hit anything? I, it just it, exploded it like someone shot a piece of it even plywood with a it shotgun. Like just goes. <laughs> You're like what? <laughs> yeah, Did that just melt. It was kind of weird. Yeah, it was. It would I mean to the point that it was distracting. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, wait, what? Why what? did that? What? Happen? what? <laughs> so now they're being chased by a chariot, which I didn't realize till the towards the end of the scene, and their carriage cart has also essentially become a chariot because it went from four wheels to two wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's leaning back in such a way that their little four wheel cart is now a two wheeled cart. That is, like, maneuverable and shit. Correct. And as the chase is going on, no one is really driving the cart. Like, Willow gets up to the front, but he keeps falling over and shit. Mm-hmm. And while all this is happening, Mad Mardigan is fighting off these dudes on horses that keep jumping on. Yeah. He does a lot of heroic shit. This is a good scene. Like, action. This is a good yeah. action scene. This is a good action scene. Guys, this is a good action scene. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Mad Mardigan... People don't have love for Willow. They don't. Like, and it's just a like forgettable it, movie. But it's, nobody... Do people love Willow? No. This I is, really like... So much Val, so, again... I really th- like Val Kilmer in Willow. Yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah. There's some it makes it, like, it just made me really miss Val Kilmer. Is. And when he wants to be funny, he can be. He's just so handsome, charismatic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God damn. Real Genius is one of the best movies of all time. Oh. So good. And if he and if if it wasn't starring him, it could have been really dumb. And well, that's why you haven't seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, I know. I gotta watch show. that. That was his big comeback for me. And also Tombstone, my fucking oh guy. yeah, Doc Holliday. Yeah, very 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 Give good. Me a goddamn break. <laughs> um, mm, I wonder if Tombstone holds up. Yes, it does. It would have to, right? It does. The end. That yeah. movie is <laughs> the hardcore. End. <laughs> yes. That movie is hard. It's true. They, but yeah. When basically Kurt Russell's like, oh, you see a red bandana, murder them. And that's the plot of the rest of the movie. Probably. The, <laughs> yes. And really the only knock could be that Kevin Costner is that not that good of an actor, but that's all. Kevin Costner true. isn't in it. What you talking about? You're thinking of Wyatt Earp. What are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about Tombstone. Yes. With um. um Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah. And I Val Kilmer. You just confused Tombstone. Same concept. Yes, you just confused Tombstone and Wyatt Earp. 
It's the same story. It is the same story. One movie is good. The other one is boring with Kevin Costner and not Val Kilmer. (laughs) What year did each one of those come out? Which one was the first one? Wyatt came out much later. First. Not much later, but later. Tombstone was first? Tombstone was first. Because everybody compared. Wyatt Earp was supposed to be like the serious like, yes. Oscar contender. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Tombstone is a straight up pop Shoot him up. Kurt Russell. Yeah. With his big ass mustache and Sam Elliott and fucking Bill Paxton and yeah. Val Kilmer murdering a bunch of dudes. Ooh, let's watch that movie. Hell to the fuck yes. I, I haven't seen that. that in. I haven't seen it in a long. Well, it's it's good. No, no, I'm and sure. That would be great, actually. We should do a movie we like watching. I know. We, I keep threatening that we'll do a, a Let's Love Our Childhood at some point. That might. That's a good deep we've cut. We've done it. I mean, Honey, not I Shrunk. Perp, not purpose, purposefully. I did not think Honey, I Shrunk the Kids would be bad. There's movies we've done that I knew I would still like. Mm, I've never been fully convinced going in with any movie. Well, that's not true. That's. I knew where Roadhouse was going. Karate Kid. Yeah, there's a well, and there have been a few that have been unruinable. We've decided that just because of the nostalgia Teen Wolf. and how big they were. And Teen Wolf was yeah. totally, I mean, we fucking ruined it. Teen Wolf is total but garbage. In my mind, I'm like, Teen Wolf is garbage, but I can't recommend it enough, and it's great. <laughs> yes. It's just, it's unruinable. Yes. Like, it's a product of its time. It makes no sense. Yes. Only, only because I was there when it came out and everything that it was. Yes. So there's handfuls of that. This is not one of those movies. Correct. It seems like it should have been, given everything you know going into it. But it just does not add up. Willow? Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. Their cart turned into two wheels. They finally (laughs) managed to make it. And as the cart stops, Willow says, Willow is real pissed. He's like, you never drive that fast with an infant. And Val Kilmer's like, I just saved that infant's life. And they kind of argue, and they make up. I don't fucking know. Why do I? What is the deal here? <laughs> there's a lot of there's movies that I'm excited to talk about. There's so much to say. Teen Wolf. There's a lot to say. Oh, yeah, it's a gold mine. This, this is not. This is tedium. There's a lot of tedium when for talking about it. Okay. Let's fast forward a little bit. So uh, they're talking, blah, blah, Val blah. Kilmer gives the baby black root. Never give a baby black root. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. It makes him sick. Meanwhile, Val Kilmer has uh, a weave in. He has long, butt-length black hair. Yep. In my mind, when I was thinking about this movie, it was like this big, like, blonde hair, like like uh, David Bowie in Labyrinth. Okay. That was my memory. Oh, I, like feathered and yeah, large? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was what I thought I was going to see. And I'm like, wait, he has like, uh, he has like Native American, yeah. like long black braided hair. Yes. It's cool, but I just was not expecting that. Um, so uh, they're hanging out around the fire. Willow's playing with his magic wand. He shoots himself into a tree by accident yep. because he's somehow a sorcerer. I didn't know where this wand came from. And as it went on, I was like, oh. Yeah. This, hang on. I'm, I'm going to take a break. I mean, inhale. Inhale. <laughs> and exhale. I'm going to do a quick recap. Or sure. Not a recap. I'm going to do a cap. We're going to... Because I, I don't think we went over this. And there's stuff I missed at the beginning of the movie. The 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 sorcerer from the, from the Shire is what I'm still going to call it. 
gave apparently gave Willow a wand, which I didn't notice. He gave Willow a wand that he has to take to a sorceress that lives in the middle of a lake. Yes. And she will use it to help them and save the baby and save the world. Yeah. And now he's re-met up with Mad Mardigan, and Mad Mardigan has reluctantly agreed to lead Willow and the baby to the island where the sorceress is. Yes. And the island is in a lake. Yes. They say, okay, he's he, he doesn't want to take them there, but Willow tells them which direction they're going, and he's like, ugh, I'm also going that direction. Yeah. I will take you there. But once they get to the lake, they can part ways, and they do get to the lake. This is a journey. They get to the lake, and at once they get to the lake, Willow and Matt Mardigan reluctantly make eye contact, and they're kind of they've kind of been dicks to each other. But Willow does the old uh, the old reluctant thank you, you know? Yes. He does. He looks at him. He goes, "I thanks." <laughs> you know? And you're like, oh, "Okay." And then Willow. <laughs> really shabbily rose a boat and why they left this scene in the movie i'm not quite sure because clearly warwick davis was struggling to row this boat yes because he has little guy arms his arms are humongous no his hands are his hands are humongous his arms are long his shoulders are shaped in a way that makes it difficult for him to row a boat yes and they they put that in the movie and they get to the island, and they're looking for the sorceress. And he's yelling out her name, Finn Dango. I don't fucking know what her name was. <laughs> it, it was something weird. It was another name in this movie that I was like, I, I, they keep saying it, and I still don't know what they're saying. Finn Rizzle? Finn Rizzle. Sure. Finn Rizzle. Sounds right. And they're looking on the island for her. It's him and the baby. And there's a little, what I would, a bush baby. You know those big-eyed... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. Like in Africa or yeah. or and Australia. They have, the, they have the huge eyes. and They're like really cute opossums. Yes. With really cool hands. Yes. And it's a talking, it's a talking one of those, and it is a sorceress. Yep. And it talks just like your, like the uh, the lady voice that you do, actually. It's very close when you do your lady voice. <laughs> My lady. Hey. Yeah, that's, ba- <laughs> that's basically... Well, guess what? <laughs> I am a sorceress, and I want you to change me back into a regular person. <laughs> I have been this fucking bush baby for so long, and I just want to help you. <laughs> you sound like Sarah Maddox when you talk like that. <laughs> she's uh, not listening to this. No, she's not. Oh man, she's a bush baby. She's a little marsupial. He had he, the wand he was given earlier is for her. Early, and we also mentioned that he shot himself into a tree, so he does have some sorcerer powers. Yeah, he, he does seem to have some sort of legitimate yep. magical powers. Yeah, as far as the movie goes. So they find her, and he tries to turn her. He wants she wants him to turn her back into a person. Well, they're on this island. Here's a one. Here's a ruin your childhood part of this movie. I never saw them leave this island, and suddenly a bunch of soldiers roll up on horses. Yeah. Where they came from, I do not know. They're on a very small island in the middle of a lake. I don't know how the horses got there. Um, but, well, the sorcerer already got Mad Marion. Oh, so the horses come, and we see that they've already captured Mad Mardigan. 
Yeah, they have. They him. captured Mad Mardigan, and now they've captured Willow, and now they've captured the baby and the sorceress as the Bush baby. Are you guys following this? Yeah. That was not a bad recap. No, that's I great. Mean, I'm just saying, there's a lot of things happening shit. right now. <laughs> I was just like, oh, there's too so little going on. It's our, um, I guess it's just not that exciting. Uh, so now they're all captured, and they're kind of having a discussion. Mad Martigan is in a cage, kind of being a dick. Yeah. Him and Willow are in cages, and the Bush baby is in a cage, and the, the actual baby is somewhere else. The Bush baby is the sorceress. I've already discussed this. So, Mad Mardigan does something. He, like, throws a rock. I don't know what he does. I'm looking at my notes a lot of the time throughout <laughs> this, trying to write them and continue to pay attention to the movie. But they get the Bush baby out of the cage. And she walks into their cage. And she's like, please change me into the human that I'm supposed to be. Right. And Matt Mardigan is like, what kind of human are you? And she's like, I'm an attractive young woman. And he's like, yes, Willow, please do. <laughs> and it's a funny line in the movie. And Willow tries, and they say, when you use this wand, if you're a beginner, it might be painful, and you're probably not going to be able to do it. Right. And he tries, and he changes her from a bush baby into a crow. Yeah. And now, now there's a talking crow in the movie that doesn't talk very much at all. No. <laughs> but they still manage to pull off a couple of good uh, talking yep. crow scenes. Yep. But that much um, later. And he has gotten the baby down. But before he gets the baby down, the brownies, the brownies unlock their cage. But before they, the brownies unlock the cage with Willow and Mad Mardigan in it. But before they unlock the cage, Mad Mardigan says something kind of shitty to the brownies because people, man, human beings do not like anyone smaller than them in this. And no. also that's implying that uh, the Elvins are not human beings, but in this universe, they are not human beings. Little people are obviously human beings. Yes, but in this universe, there is separate. Well, race. there's a universe where there's entire like there's an entire spectrum of the, of the size of people from yes. you know Barbie doll size up to large XL. Yes, and so before the brownies let Willow and Matt Mardigan out of the cage. Mad Barnigan pisses the brownies off, and one of them hits him in the face with love dust for some reason, because that's the the love dust keeps coming up. It made one of the brownies oh, fall in love yeah, with yeah, the cat yeah. earlier for a short period of time. <laughs> yes. He hits him with the love dust. Then they let him out of the cage, and now they go immediately from That's right. They go immediately from being freed from the cage straight to where the baby is. Where Laura Galora, mm-hmm. Laura, is at, which is Sorsha's quarters. Yes. It's like Sorsha's tent. Yeah. Well, Mad Martigan has been hit with the love potion, and he's supposed to go in and get the baby, but instead he sees Sorsha. And he's all and about he Sorsha. In love. I yep. love you. And he drops all this poetic shit. He's like, oh, without you, my life is darkness. <sighs> yeah. Whatever. And this, we find out. Not long after this was enough to turn her completely from worked the main bad guy completely worked to yes. a good guy. Yeah, flipped her just yeah. like that. 
She must have been pretty lonely, or Val, well, Val Kilmer is very attractive and charming, so I'm she, sure she was also. She's also well, yes. very attractive. Well, and in real life, they met uh, the, these two, Val Kilmer and Sorsha, yeah. whatever her real name is, <laughs> met and got yeah. married, and were married for six when years he drops, after this. Yeah, so. he's like, "You're my sun, my moon, my starlit sky." As she's got a knife to his throat, but it's kind of working, and as it's kind of working, skull mask guy, yeah, Skeletor, Skeletor shows up, barges in, yeah. Um. And Mad Mardigan starts kicking some ass. There's other soldiers in there. He's, like, kicking their ass. And he puts Willow and the baby on a sled. And he's going to get on the sled, too. This is one of the things I completely remembered. Them on a sled. Yeah, when I saw that, I remembered it, too. Because it, uh, it was an amazing yeah. sequence yes. of shots. Yeah, And they're they're sledding. They He kicks some ass. Yeah. Uh, they get on a plop on a shield. And it's a shield. They sit on a big. Somehow shield. they went from a lake to being caught to being on the top. On of top of a snowy like like Mount yeah. Everest. Yeah. On top of a snowy mountain mm-hmm. where Rocky would have run up while training to be Drago. Yeah. And they after Mad Mardigan kicks some ass, he also hops on the sled, and they're sledding down this hill at a high rate of speed. Before they hit the bottom, Mad Mardigan falls out of the sled. Mm-hmm. We don't know where he's going to end up, but the sled continues to go with the baby and Willow in it, and the baby and Willow go all the way to a small village where they crash into a house. They go through the door into the house, yeah. but the baby is always as happy and okay <laughs> yes. as it is throughout the entire movie. With his little red red hair. Yeah. And after they crash into the house, here comes this giant... And I liked how they made it a realistic snowball where he's wrapped up. Yeah, 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 and yeah. It's like, oh, this looks like if you push snow where it's like in yeah. layers. Like you it's saw in Looney ball. Tunes all the time. Yeah. It's not a ball. It's like a blanket of snow that's been wrapped over and over itself. Like a cylinder. Yeah. A cylinder, yeah. And Mad Martin is in the middle of this rolling down a hill. Yeah. Crashes into the house that Willow and the baby are in. And they're rejoined. The crew is back together once yes. again, locked up. Yeah. And Willow's basically, like, what the hell happened? Or no, Mad Martigan is like, what happened up there? And Willow is like, you were telling her you love her, the sun and the moon, this and that. Right. He's like, I don't love her. I hate her. She kicked me in the face. That was a funny line when he said she kicked him in the face. Yeah. Was like, yeah. It was funny for him to be like, love her. I don't love her. I hate her. And they're in this village, and they go down into a basement. But we are fast-forwarding through this movie now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. we need to. We have to. We've been talking about too much shit. <laughs> they go down in the basement, and a blonde soldier we met earlier that knew Mad Mardigan and left him in the cage yeah. is down there, and it's Eric. Yeah. And they're talking about what they have to do. And he was he's Willow's been told by the sorceress, that's the bush baby, that they need to go to this castle... This is all in me inferring this because I, as I was taking notes, I was like, I, I assume they were told this. Right. Anyway. Uh, they need to go to this castle where there's way more soldiers that will help them. Yeah. And they try to convince Eric to come with them. Uh, but then the evil princess is now there in a basement in a house in this village. Yeah, and the princess that Mad Mardigan just confesses love to is now upstairs, and they are in the basement. 
and the baby kind of starts crying. And you're like, oh, shit. And when the baby starts crying, they kind of hear it. And they come downstairs. And Mad Mardigan grabs the princess, puts her in a headlock, and puts a knife to her throat. Mm-hmm. The opposite of what she had been doing. It's been reversed. Yes. Now he has her knife to her throat. And he, she's kind of like, oh, well, you said you love me, blah, blah, blah. You lied to me. And for some reason, the other evil soldiers who she is the leader of <laughs> are like, oh, this is fine. We'll just let her. We're going to leave her here because he's got the queen's a daughter. Yeah. This was a not. This is a ruin our childhood moment. Because yeah. Mad Mardigan puts a knife to her throat. He's like, drop your weapons. I got her. I'm going to kill her if you don't. And they all leave. And suddenly she's a. She's a ragtag part of their group right. that they have as a captive. Right. Because the other they were like, Oh, well, nothing we can do. <laughs> Gotta leave her. Yeah. Uh weapons down or she's dead. That's what he says. And now they're driving or riding away on horseback, and she, Mad Mardigan and the evil princess are talking about the things that he said. Yes. And very lovey yeah. lovey dovey. Yeah. Yeah. And she's in. She's down. She is. Not quite yet. She's she, But you're getting tries, the you're getting yeah. the feeling that that's what's happening. And as this is happening, the crow comes over. The crow who is now the sorceress that yeah. was the bush baby is warning them <laughs> that was the bush baby is now the crow. Yeah. And is also the sorceress. Is warning them that there's soldiers coming and as she warns them, the soldiers are coming, Mad Mardigan, and the evil princess, Sorsha, make a definite connection. Uh, connection? They're on that horse? They're like, oh. Oh, yes, yeah. Well, this is, she, like, knocks, she talks about him confessing his love, yeah, and then yeah. she, like, hits him and escapes. Yeah. But as she's escaping, she stops and looks back. And rather than saying thanks, like Willow did earlier, they just make eye contact, and you're like, oh, there's something there. We get it. Yeah. Yes. The connection is it yeah. has been made. Yeah, yeah. you're but right. But she's now not – she's no longer with them. She made her escape, and Mad Mardigan essentially has let her go after she did this. Yes, yes. When they look at each other – He didn't – He's like – she looks at him as if, I, I'm into you. Are you going to come for me? Yeah. And he's like, no, because I'm into you too. I'm going <laughs> to let you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can infer all that. Yeah. Because they're such great actors. And so she runs away. They keep moving on. And they end up at, I wrote down, Tiraclean? I don't know. An Tira empty Clean. castle? It was a, It's a castle that's supposed to be full of soldiers. It is not. No. It is deserted. And there's also people frozen in either ice or I don't know if they're frozen or if they're in like clear glass stone. Yeah, I couldn't tell like if some some sort of enchanted thing had happened yeah. and they were frozen in something. Yeah. But or if it only, was ice. Like was it ever they, explained? They implied that there was like a bunch of them, but I only really saw a couple. Like three. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe just two. And you should have seen if there were that many soldiers there, you should yeah, have like seen. Everywhere, like yeah, like everywhere. Like big Yeah, then that uh yeah. That didn't make sense in a movie that doesn't make a lot of sense. And so. we see that. And then Val Kilmer steps in some poop. And he, when he steps in some poop, he goes, he's like, oh, troll. Troll shit. Yeah. yeah. It's 
like trolls. And Warwick right. Davis earlier in the movie has said, I hate trolls. Yeah. With good reason. Yeah. They're terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and once again, now. Uh, so they get the into this. Sorceress asks, asks Willow to turn her back into a human again to help. Time number three. Yep. And this time she goes from goat. No, no. Sorry. Ah, <laughs> you spoiled, spoiled it. <laughs> she goes from crow, crow to, to goat. goat. Yeah. And a few things in between, maybe. That scene yeah. later. The morphing. Is. That's I'm the, like, how did you do this? That's the first time they did that morphing technique. But I was like, in 1988, that was some serious Cutting, shit. bleeding edge stuff. Dude. Because that's. That it was that technology yeah. that that it would use in the Michael Jackson yes. black or white video. Yes. So now he's morphing. Changed, changed right, guys. Sorceress into a goat. We we're not quite to the morphing part yet. And we go from her being changed into a goat to Val Kilmer going around this castle, and he opens a room. Hey, lucky for them, there is a freaking armory. Yeah. With tons of crossbows and swords and suit of armor. Sword. They got catapults. Well, in we a don't douche. know that. We see him. He puts his eye. We see he spots something, and he's like, "Oh hell yes!" And we're like, "We don't know what it is." Oh, and then we cut away to Willow and the goat, and and then Val Kilmer walks out, covered head to toe in a suit of armor. Yep, like a golden suit, like of a armor yeah, fancy gold armor and shit, and a helmet yeah. and blah blah blah. And now the soldiers are coming. The bad soldiers are on their way. And Mad Mardigan puts a... The, he closes the barricades of the castle and then puts a large log. Yeah. Well, a large... A large... Not log. What do I want to call it? Yeah. Board. Board. Like, yeah. You board know, it, to lock the doors. The classic. You like, you've seen it done much better yes. in Game of Thrones where yes. the, the main door to the castle is open and the hordes are... Quickly yeah. collapsing in, and they quick close the doors. Quick, put the board down to lock it. Between, yeah, there's two. Yeah. There's two, like, you know, uh, whatever you would call things that hold a board on a door. Braces. Yeah, probably metal holder <laughs> yeah. things. Things that you you would, know. There's one about. on each side of the door, and you put the huge <laughs> board in there, and now the door is locked. It's secured in side. medieval times. Yeah. Uh, Willow is arming the catapult. I'm not sure how that worked. Yeah, it, it was also it was shot in very a few weird. Minutes later, it was a confusing Val scene. Val Kilmer is pulling the catapult down, and I don't think they had two catapults. Yeah, so this was a, a, a flaw. <laughs> this was a flaw. Ron this Howard. was a problem. Yeah. this was a huge problem. Yeah. Um, Sorsha, who's still bad at this point, but does have some feelings for Val Kilmer. Yes. Says orders her men to cut down a tree so they can use it as a battering ram. <laughs> yes, so they find a tree, they cut it down and turn it turn it into a battering ram in all of about eighteen seconds. Yeah. Well done, guys. As this is happening, Willows has gone up some stairs in the fortress or castle or whatever you want to call this thing, and he's running across a bridge. This part, yes, there is a troll, yes, which is essentially a black monkey. But like a humanoid, more human than monkey. Imagine a really terrible, like 1950s chimpanzee costume. But terrifying. Or, a, or ape costume, I mean. 
but in a way that was like but yeah. that's what i'm saying like it, it seems like very and fake also but also very scary gravity and running underneath a bridge yeah in an effect that i was like i don't even know how they did that <laughs> you know what i mean I was yeah like, yeah hey, yeah this isn't ropes this is some other they must have inverted film yeah. or something because uh-huh. this thing is hands and feet running right on the underside of a walking bridge yeah yeah and it's quite terrifying it's pretty cool yeah and so willow gets the other side of this bridge makes eye contact with this troll the most inexplicable part of his entire movie is the troll comes up yeah like oh he's got the upper hand yep but willow has the wand again and he zaps the troll. He's somewhat magical, so he gets the the eighties blue lightning. Mm. Oh yes, basically all over this uh, wand. Yeah. Zaps him. The troll then melts. Kind of looks like it's going to start on fire. And this is a this is like a stop motion. Like it's a cool effect. It's a good effect. It's cool. Doesn't not melt. Sort of turns into like a brain. Yeah, it looked like a brain. It went from like a monkey man into like a brain. You're like, oh, this isn't a brain. It's like some kind of egg because two little heads come out. Yeah. And then he kicks it off the bridge and it lands in the moat. Yeah. From the. Once it hits the moat, this thing starts like boiling. Yeah. The moat does. All the water. And you're like, what? Why? Why is this? Did that little brain turn into a hot tub? No, yeah. it turned into a crazy double-headed dragon. Yeah, esque. It looked like it, look, it looked more like it looked more like baby <laughs> legend of the uh, yes. But the the <laughs> but with two motion heads. is cool though. I mean, like I found the stop. It looked like the rancor from it looked. Ex- it was the same level as the rancor for sure. It's some really good stop motion animation, and it was it, it was and it was, was it was, uh, dragon? It, was no. it was very scary. Like a, apparently you it was were creepy saying looking. earlier to me. Oh yeah, the, you know how so Ron Howard directed this, and you know how every in every Ron Howard movie he puts his brother Clint in, and Clint is his well, let's be honest, his ugly bald redheaded brother. Yeah, not he looks like a less attractive version of Ron Howard. Yes. Like much less, much less. <laughs> yes, yeah. and Ron Howard is no uh, play, playgirl, play, yeah. play, yeah. playmate, yeah. playgirl. All right, you know what I'm saying. Do you remember when Clint Howard ever won the MTV yes the special award? I do remember and that. It's supposed to be like a joke award, and, and he took it for serious. Oh, and it, like that was news. Like Clint Howard accepts award. A joke yeah. award, seriously, and like it's like almost it's, crying it's like on a stage. Real emotional thing. That yeah. was a big. I mean, you're like, what? We're talking about it now. Yes, I yeah. have not thought about that, but that is a. Oh yes, that's a that's a special uh, that's a special memory right there for you, LaRockers out there. <laughs> Toll sisters. <laughs> Only one of my sisters listens to this. <laughs> the other one just came to the live show. <laughs> Great, that's good to know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> it is oh man i've been a question i was asking myself at this point in the movie where are the brownies where did they go yeah i probably missed that i don't know but they do show up uh i'm wondering where the brownies are and they're in eric eric has decided to come help eric the blonde warrior and yep. they're in his like saddlebag oh yeah 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 but anyway, 
Willow zapping this troll has turned the troll into a gigantic two-headed dragon. Yeah, like five stories tall. Which I asked myself in a few minutes after this, um, if you can do that, why don't you just why don't you get one of them uh, one of them there are two-headed dragons to help you out? <laughs> if you just got to zap things and they turn into fucking. Why did that troll turn into a dragon, Alex? That was my thought too. I'm like, wait, tolls, tolls, <laughs> tolls. You gotta pay the troll toll. <laughs> no one's ever said that to me before. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, <laughs> if you kill a troll, does it automatically turn into a giant, two-headed, five-story tall dragon? I felt like no one expected this to happen, but. If there's some explanation, they did not give it to us. Not even there was no attempt. Not even like, oh, if you use the magic wand, it you know. Oh, you're transforming this one lady from you transform this this old lady from a bush baby to a crow to a goat. So when you do that shit to a troll, it turns into a five foot. Yeah, that's five uh, story dragon that is eating a bunch of people. That magic wand is really uneven. Yeah. Uh, Mad Mardigan starts being heroic as shit, taking out bad guys left and right. Yeah. Sword, whatever. Not only that, he jumps onto one of the dragon's heads. Yep. And is like kind of wrestling it. And eventually does put a sword through its head. Yep. It's like they're like shooting, they're shooting fire and everything. It's a great effect. And he's also given, he's given Willow a sword as if to say, hey. Yeah, we're really, we're on the. Same you have team. giant hands. You can certainly wield a sword. <laughs> yes, and Willow runs the guy through with it. Basically, right after getting it. Yep. He goes ah. He com- instantly becomes it. a straight up murderer. Mm-hmm. Um. So now Mad Mardigan runs into Sorsha again, and she's still bad at this point, and you think she is. But they see each other and they kiss. Yeah. But she's in charge of the bad guys. Not anymore. Now she's on their side. She's flipped. All it took was a couple of charming phrases from old, oh, yeah. that, old I mean, Val Kilmer. Yeah, that's all it took. He's He knew what he was doing. He, he won her over. Valentine's Day Kilmer. That's his full name. <laughs> <laughs> Truly the Iceman. Uh, yes. Um, so they kiss and make up, and now she's a good guy. Yep. And for some reason, Val Kilmer's sword through the dragon's head makes its head explode. Explode in its full on explode, and yeah. they, they show it. Yeah, they show good effect. Dragon. I love it. Super cool. I love it. Why did that happen? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? True. True. Who cares? About Just some ill shit to put on screen, and they're like, hey. Let's fucking blow this thing's head up. Like, yeah, we can blow yeah. it. Te- we can blow the head up, right? Yeah, we can blow it up. All right, let's fucking blow the head up then. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know where the baby has been this whole time. <laughs> he has a good... the baby. Well, yeah, well, but the next uh... thing I know, Skull Guy, Skeletor. He's back. Yeah. And he's got the baby. Yep. He went somewhere, got the baby. Willow had it, so he must. Have, I must have looked down at a point where yeah. the baby had exchanged hands from Willow to Skull Guy. Skull guy rides away. They leave their princess, who was in charge of them, behind. Right. But he's a skull guy is now aware that she has betrayed the queen, mm-hmm. which he said he thought she would do, and she did because. Have you seen Val Kilmer's teeth? Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> That's why. <laughs> Lest you forget. <laughs> yes. Look at these chompers, yeah. baby. Yes. And he's been charming as fuck throughout the entire movie. Charmed my ass. He's the best part of this movie. Val Kilmer. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'm really fat. I mean, I'm like, I just keep talking, Alex. I'm sorry. <laughs> we aren't doing any sides. Um, yeah, she's on their side now. Willow is fucked up. If the bad guys have left, now it's just the three of them. Oh, no, four if you count the goat. Uh, goat, yes. Oh, yeah. So, shit, at what point does the fucking goat turn into the lady? Yeah, it's still... Uh, oh, the, uh, there's still... Oh, yeah, there's still the trolls around and the... And the yeah. The uh, double-headed dragon turns on the trolls, um, flames them. And she's on their side now. And now we see the queen's castle, which is humongous. Humongous. It's enormous. It's like yeah. the side of a cliff. I mean, it's... It's it's huge. It's not on the. It's just it's just massive. Is what I'm saying. And, Compared and, to the other castles we've seen, that must have been like a matte painting type thing. It was real good though. But it was. It looked. Yeah, that's what I'm just thinking right now. I'm like, man, what was yeah. that? Because it was really well done. And Skullface shows up, and the queen asks where her daughter is, and he says she has turned against us. Yep. <laughs> She got flipped over some dick. And he said she was going to do that. She hasn't even, yeah. Not even. Potential. Yeah. Just some poetry and a smile. A real sexy smile. It's fine. She hears that her daughter has turned against us. She has the baby now. She says, prepare the ritual. Yes. Which I had a problem with this as well because the sorceress has said more than once, that if the baby dies, all hope is lost. So why doesn't the queen just kill the baby? Instead, she's got to do this insane-ass ritual where later she says she's sending it to like another dimension. Yes, she, do- she doesn't say if the baby is part of this production, all is lost. She says the baby dies. If the baby dies, all is lost. So why the production? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I, get, I got I got the impression from what the good sorceress says is that all you had to do was kill the baby. Right. You get the impression from the bad sorceress. We don't need the big that show. You got to do like a five whole hour long big ceremony. Yeah. Where, that makes her look old, older than she was eventually. Yeah. Like it's sucking her life force out. And I'm like, I don't get why this is even happening. It 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 doesn't really logically make sense. No, prepare the ritual, <laughs> but and now so they're all does down here. below her enormous castle, soldiers and all. Yep. Mad Mardian, and they're looking up there, and she looks down at them after she has prepared the ritual, and she looks down at them and laughs. She's like, you call this an army? <laughs> and she does the, uh, the Bram Stoker laugh. <laughs> sort of <laughs> and she waves her arms at him individually at first and then kind of a, over a big swath and the goat says to willow use <laughs> your sword fuck this movie to protect yourself from this and he does not sword use your magic wand yeah Jesus yeah Christ. yeah use your sword <laughs> use your magic wand and protect yourself from what's about to happen. 
And he does. And he's sitting there struggling. And these transformations are creepy. Yeah, she's turning them all into pigs. Turning all of the good guys into pigs. Yeah. Every single one. She's like throwing magic yeah. softballs at them. They're all getting hit. Boom, boom. And they get hit. And, and it's slow. And these are like these are like American werewolf in yeah, London this style. Is a, yes. This is a werewolf transformation. Which is, I'll be honest with you, a, a uh, were pig is much more scary than a werewolf. Oh, yes. Times the thousand. Looking at, like... I don't know what. A snout and the long yeah, ears and, like the and the teeth. Bangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, man. Yes, I completely agree. I was like, Jesus, I can't believe I... Whoever invented I the werewolf maybe missed the mark. I don't mark. remember this movie because I blocked it from my memory. Yeah. This movie came out when I was seven. Pretty sure I saw it in the theater. And uh, no thanks. Yeah. That part, this part alone was like... Oh, that was a little intense. It, it was really good. Oh, it was a real good makeup job. Oh, uh, I'm going to do a little aside here, Alex. Witches. Witches? Do you remember the movie Witches based on the Roald Dahl book? Angelica uh, Houston is the main witch. And she goes from beautiful Angelica Houston to the scariest witch in any movie of all time. And I watched, I remember w- watching that movie up until the point when that happens. And I was <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> I'll never be watching this for the rest of my life. My brain just got broken. The kid turns into a mouse. He has to save the day as a mouse. This sounds Just very type in familiar. Angelica Houston witches and Angelica with a J, not a G. The the witches. Yes, yes. Nineteen ninety. Look up images, and it won't scare you that much now, obviously. <laughs> but it scared the obviously. shit out of me. Okay, I'm trying to find. Talking about transformation scenes. Oh shit! <laughs> it's still pretty scary. That's Angelica Houston. Her face went from very oh, lovely Angelica Houston. Man, that's that. another. Woo! That's another super deep cut that I have not thought about oh, in a long baby. time. We're... Oh yeah, man, man, that's what happens, you guys. You watch a movie and uh, you think you'll remember them forever, and then you watch a thousand more movies, and yeah. you just start fucking forgetting about these well, movies. Well, some stick out in positive and negative ways, yeah, but there's a just whole bunch even, of other ones are just like... No, like like movies like this, where this is a decent movie, but it just gets buried because it's not good enough to remember above all the other dumb no. shit you remember. Yeah, It just gets buried, and there's lots of movies like that. They're like, yeah, not a bad movie, like, but it just gets buried. The downfall, and no offense to Warwick Davis, Warwick... Warwick, this movie, he, I mean, the guy, he's not a horrible actor, but he's just not the kind of guy that can, I mean, if Peter Dinklage was Willow, give me a fucking break. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was just, uh, he was like the main little person actor. He, he was coming he, into that. And he that. was 17, playing a father of two. After being, I mean, being a little kid in Star Wars, well, in the trivia it said George Lucas wrote this movie specifically for Warwick Davis after he met him. Yeah. So he saw Warwick Davis as like, <gasps> and then went and wrote Willow well, clearly, for I him. Mean, we haven't even mentioned yet, Warwick Davis was the leprechaun. Yeah. In like five movies, I think. I haven't even looked. Like- leprechaun. Was Leprechaun in the Hood the second he's one? The, he's more. He's like four characters in Harry Potter. Yeah, because he's the the banker. banker. Yep. The other characters that he is, the, little, <laughs> the other little guys. 
Yeah. <laughs> he, uh... Leprechaun, Leprechaun in the Hood. I'm going to look it up. There's a Leprechaun in Space, I want to say. I think there's at least, I think there's at least four. I thought there was five. Leprechaun, Leprechaun 3, Leprechaun 2, Leprechaun Origins. Origins? Leprechaun 4, Leprechaun in the Hood. Leprechaun Back to the Hood. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so there's actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven Leprechaun there's movies. There's seven Leprechaun movies? Leprechaun Origins, he is not in. What? What's the most recent one? That would be Leprechaun Origins. And what year was 2014. that? <sighs> Two young couples backpacking through Ireland <laughs> discover that one of Ireland's <laughs> most famous legends is a terrifying reality. We'll have to watch. watch three point le- three out of ten stars. <laughs> oh, we'll have to watch the original Leprechaun for St. Patrick's Day for sure. Yeah, Dylan. Dylan Post is the Leprechaun. Is there, <laughs> How many Fast and Fur- Furious movies have there been? Eight. So it just surpassed the the <laughs> Leprechaun franchise. Well, maybe there's been nine now because <laughs> no, 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 I idea. think there's been eight because the most recent one has been nine. I don't fucking know. Let's fucking finish this movie. Okay. All right. Um. <laughs> um. Willow's protecting himself with the with the wand. Everyone's been turned into pigs. He is now the only one left. Him and the goat. And now the goat says, transform me. Finally, do it right, and I'll destroy her. Yeah. And he's doing the spell he's tried to do now two times. It's really hurt him, and he's failed both times. Yeah. Three times. Well, no, no. Baby. Twice. Twice. Okay. This, this special effect, <laughs> I was like, this is... 88 this is cool oh yeah it turns into ostrich turtle tiger it was the morphing that's what yeah. i'm telling you yeah very cool um and he finally succeeds and there's a naked old lady and there's a very brief moment of old lady side boob yeah yeah i was like all right <laughs> good for you didn't ask for it don't want it but there it is good job george lucas yeah I want to show a little bit of a eighty-year-old side boob in this uh, willow picture that's working on. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm working on a chick, on a character right now called Jar Jar Binks. It's gonna be in a, <laughs> in one of one of my pictures in the future. It's gonna be one of the Star Wars movies. So, <laughs> yep, there it is. Have you have we done a podcast without George Lucas? Maybe a couple of them. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> uh, so now she's a human again. She must a- undo Bav Morda's sorcery. Bav Morda is the evil queen. Yep. <sighs> and now she says that so she's going to change all the people that got turned into pigs back into people. Cut to Bav Morda. She's continuing this ritual that never ends. She cuts some of the baby's hair off. Yep. She's also under the impression all of these people are still pigs. Yeah. And she cuts a little ch- chunk of the baby's hair ha- hair off. Where, eh, as far as I know, in the universe that this movie takes place in, you could have just chopped off the baby's head. Chopped it in half. That would have been it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Take the baby, just smash it on the floor. Yeah. All over. And this is all, another... T- yeah. This is where the good witch, the good sorceress, 
that just changed them all back into humans says, if the baby dies, all hope for the future is lost. Right. So it sounds like all you have to do is kill it, not send it to another realm or whatever she's trying to do. Whatever long, drawn-out ceremony you insist upon performing, which is only drawing the whole process out and possibly making it not even happen at all. Yeah. Good job. Way to go. Uh, my question here is Willow has now changed this lady into a person from a goat. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he? I already asked this, but it's more pertinent now. Why doesn't he make a couple more dragons or turn one of his friends into a dragon and be like, be on our side? <laughs> he, yeah. Does he even know how he did that? Why did that happen? N- yeah, those are there's n- there's no attempt to answer any of those things. Not and no one even questions it. No, because this in an '80s movie when when magic is possible, that means anything is possible. It's the ultimate lazy writers get out of jail free card. Mm-hmm. Like if you guys write yourself into a corner, well, it's magic. So now. Yeah. He has fins or whatever. Yeah, now this four-foot-tall <laughs> troll. Because it's magic, and you can magically dragon. make whatever yeah. you want come to life very easily. Um, So they're about to go. Him and the old lady, as far as we can tell, this is the two of them are walking up to the castle. And Willow's like, we're both great sorcerers. Before he says that, the old lady sorceress is funny because she looks, she lo- turns to Willow and says... Your children will come to remember this day. And I was like, that's a funny thing to say to someone when they're about to go into battle because, you know, there's a lot of reasons someone can remember a day. For instance, dad got killed by a witch. (laughs) I'll never forget this day. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes. Either way, they're remembering this day. (laughs) I mean, for any number of reasons. If he doesn't get killed by the witch, this day will be less memorable. Exactly. So the number one <laughs> exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, my kids will remember this? Are you saying I'm about to die? Like, I mean, yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry. I didn't want yeah. to put it like that. But yes, you are about to be yeah. murdered by any number of terrible things. So now there's a, a battle. Uh, they say they're sorcerers. She's like, ha whatever. And they op- she draws the, the drawbridge down. And it's filled with soldiers that are coming out to fight them. The soldiers come out. Turns out there's a bunch of good soldiers covered in tarps. Right. And they come <laughs> that out. That was the big the reveal. Oh, yes. Tarps are flying. The tarps are Horses flying. are running out. Horses get up. They apparently were able to dig. Not pigs anymore. No. They're going to go. They dug, they dug 12 foot trenches and hid in there with their horses for several hours. And there's a big old battle. Um,. And the cauldron of molten liquid gets dropped on some bad guys. We look, we see the queen at some point, and she looks awful from doing this ritual. Like yeah. she looks significantly worse than she did before. Her eyes are darker; like it's yeah. all she's paler, something is not more good. wrinkly. Something is not going well. Uh, and this is so. Now her daughter has come up to the room. And asks her mother not to kill this baby. I'm, not, I'm skipping along here. But the evil princess, who is now a good princess, daughter of the bad sorceress, is in her room and saying, asking her mom not to kill this baby. But Willow is in there too. 
and so is the good sorceress. Right. And as the princess asks her mom not to kill this baby, the mom goes, you betrayed me. I despise you now. Something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dumps some magic on her, and she flies in the air and starts rapidly flying towards a wall full of spikes. (laughs) Yes. But the good witch, the good sorceress, is like, yeah. Puts a halt to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is one of the rare cases, well, rare or not, uh, there's kind of like a sorceress battle. Yeah. And the good sorceress uses ice, and the bad sorceress uses fire. Fire and ice. Or generally, it's the other way around. True. In my experience. In your experience? Yes. In your own personal experience? Uh And somehow this the fight happens. Good one. She, the good sorceress is like, has gotten the upper hand somehow and is flipping the bad sorceress in midair. Yeah, like all over the yeah. place. Like, whoa, like <laughs> yes. does that. But then I don't know what happens. There's a blue lightning shot. Um. Somehow the bad one gets the upper hand and is on top of the good one, strangling her. Yeah. To the point where we think she's dead. Done for. Yep. We see her go. She's being strangled. She goes limp. You're like, oh, shit. She is dead. And also a blue lightning shot. She had dropped her wand also. <laughs> <laughs> Speed it along. I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, I was like, what does that mean? Oh. Seers have foretold. I didn't write seers. I wrote seeds. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> I backed myself out of my notes. And they've disappeared, Alex, because my phone is really uh, doing wonderful things for me these days. <laughs> oh, here we go. The bad witch... Has choked out the good witch. We think she's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad witch has also zapped a stove. I think you would call it a grill of some sort, <laughs> and it has come to life. And now this is yeah. I, now, as yeah. Matt Mardigan is fighting off real bad guys, <laughs> right up and down the place, like right. just killing dudes over right. and over. Yes, Willow's new nemesis is this piece of furniture. Stove. Yeah, yes. <laughs> which is a cool effect. It Again, was. Like, it was really cool. The stop motion. It was stop motion. Yeah, I, I get. Yeah, it had. Uh, I guess it was like a little stove or a little yeah. table type thing. So and he's Matt fighting Mardigan, furniture. Yeah. Mad Mardigan finally confronts Skull Face guy down on the lower battlefield, not yep. where they are in the nope. in the Queen's quarters. This is down on the battlefield. And he takes a swing at him with a sword and hits him right in the face and it breaks his skull mask. Uh, yeah. And then he like gets him on the side and you think he's gonna win, but then the skull guy like punches him a couple times and he falls down. Uh, as the bad witch and the good witch are fighting, Willow gets his hands on the baby. Ah, yes. He also throws one of his magical, finally they make an appearance, one of his magical acorns that turns people into stone. Who was coming after him? 
It was like his final ditch effort, effort wasn't it? When he had when he, he says the he's acorn. a great sorcerer. Yeah. And he's saying this to the bad witch. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It was the witch. He's like, yeah, I'm a great yeah. sorcerer, blah, blah, blah. And she's laughing him off. And he throws his na- acorn at her. And she catches, she catches it. it. Yep. Well, she starts turning into stone. And yeah. I was like, ooh, smooth move, Willow. Yeah. And it's like a. Her like hand, a like forearm, like yeah. turn to stone. It's, an, it's a great effect. It is. 88 Turning style. to stone, and you think, oh, he, they won it. They won. Oh, but then she, like, concentrates really hard, and you can see her doing this. And her hand turns back into flesh, and she yeah. basically asks Willow, is that the best you got? Is that all you got? Yeah. And he's like, yep. <laughs> I guess so. Know. Is that the extent of your power? And she talks about how she has to, she's been drawing on the power of the universe to send the child into the netherworld. Sure. And Willow's got baby in arms, walking up to her and telling her how great of a sorcerer he is. And this is during the whole, he's thrown the acorn within this time. He's holding the baby in his arms, telling her what a great sorcerer he is. And she's doubting him, obviously. But, foreshadowing, we saw him do the magic disappearing pig trick earlier in the movie when he right. was a magician on the street. Guess what? It's about to come in handy real quick here. It does. Baby disappears. He wasn't actually holding the baby, but it disappears. And the sorceress, evil sorceress, falls for this big Very trick. upset. Very uh, upset. Okay. Alex, can you explain to me what happens next? Because she now has the good witches slash sorceresses magic wand. She picks it up. She points it at the sky. Says something about lightning. Lightning strikes her. She turns into red smoke. And they win. A couple more things happened, but that's how they win. She tried to use the magic wand that belonged to the other lady, and she's dead. Why? Yeah, that was pretty much it, wasn't it? It it is. After that, we go into like the <laughs> awards ceremony, and then him getting back. another classic George Lucas <laughs> yes. awards ceremony. Yes. Yeah, I mean that was it. There was Why? no like. Yeah, I don't know. Did they? Exp- did, I mean, we both only watched this once. Did they explain that earlier in the movie? Not as far as I know. I don't believe did. so. I hope. I hope they did. Apparently, all they had to do was get the bad sorceress to hold on to the good wand, and she was toast. They wasted a lot of time with this whole wand between the both of them. Even when the wand showed up, I was like, that was about midway through the movie, and I was like, "What yeah. is? I don't. Where did this wand? There was come no. From? All of a sudden, he just had it. There was no introduction or like, whoa, look true? what I.' Because I was like, this had to be introduced by the 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 little person wizard guy. But no, I don't remember you that. Pr- I, I pro- maybe it was. How did we both miss that? I I don't know. I just remember him. How like, could you and I miss anything? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. <laughs> ah, who cares? God damn it. I can't believe we've talked this much. Well, a good part of this podcast was specifically 
not anything yeah. to do with this dumb fucking movie. Yeah. So she uses the good wand. It kills her. She turns into red dust. Yeah. And the immediate reaction to this is her daughter kissing Mad Mardigan. Like, finally, I was evil up until like two days ago, but mom's dead. Give me a fucking smooch. Yep. <laughs> like, that didn't. Like, what? You'd still be upset. She I don't flipped, care if your mom did go bad. She flipped really hard. <laughs> yes. And just denounced her mom in a matter of hours. Doesn't that seem realistic. So much of this movie just isn't realistic. You know what I mean? Also, the baby was the prophecy. The baby was supposed to stop the queen. In what way did the baby stop the queen? None whatsoever. Boy. Will- Willow did. The prophecy should have been about the little dude that was carrying wow. the baby around. Now that you say that, that undoes the entire main plot point. Yes. 100%. Because the the the, all, the only role that this movie, this baby played in this movie was just tight shots of the baby's face going, oh, and then Not Willow holding the baby. By things it should be upset by. Yes. Yes. So they're just carrying, I mean, they're carrying the baby. Turns out the baby served no purpose whatsoever. <laughs> what? That's so crazy. The whole prophecy was about this baby with a birthmark or whatever. Yeah. It had the three marks on its little mm-hmm. kind of armpit. Yeah. And that was a baby oh, that was going to bring about the end. They eliminated that, the queen well before, unless this was meant to be a trilogy, but. It, you know what? It probably was. It was. But this movie tanked. So George Lucas wrote there's there's three books. I can't they have three this um same sounding titles. But it's three books that the rest of this movie plays out into. Yeah, yeah. Sneezy poos. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, we are officially done talking about this movie. We are uh he hits home there's Another shot of a whole lot of employed little people. <laughs> he shows off. He can turn an apple into a bird. He throws an apple up in the air, turns turns into a bird, and poops right on the fat little guy's uh, face. I guess it's come up and finally earlier. That's worth talking about. Yeah, he's finally reunited with his family. Uh, the sorceress. Before he reunites with his family, he goes back to his village. The good sorceress says he's on his way to becoming a great sorcerer and Val Kilmer and the evil mm-hmm. princess who is now a good princess are going to raise the kid together I guess. They're going to raise Galora together even though she failed at her mission because <laughs> she did nothing. Yeah, literally just kind of smiled when bad things were happening. Uh that the end. <laughs> I really I'm going to say I did a real hard push. That was me trying to get a huge turd out when I'm like dehydrated. <laughs> and I did uh, it. You did, buddy. Good job. Was this a huge <sighs> turd? No, I actually kind I feel like if I hadn't if I didn't have to take notes on this movie and I was like laying on my couch under the influence, I'm like, "Oh, that was fun to watch. I'm glad I watched this." But having to I talk mean, about it yeah, this is a movie that you really don't have to pay a lot of attention to to get the most out of it. 
because the story is very flimsy, but there's lots of good scenes. Which there's is a lot of good. My scenes. whole thing of like the 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 parts are are bigger than the whole. The whole if you put it together as a whole, it sinks. Mad Mardigan, but Val the Kilmer parts is great. In this. Yeah, and there were yeah. There's not a great bad guy. No, you don't really care. Yeah, the bad the the bad guy was like a like a group of people that were very inconsequential and you not really very care. menacing. That's part of the the problem is you don't really care. Yeah. Yes, you, you that's, no that's the main problem. The yeah, kid. now that you say it, yes. You don't really care about Willow. You don't really care about any of them. It, it, Mad Mardigan is entertaining, but I didn't I wasn't in, I wasn't emotionally invested in anything in this movie. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the real problem here. There's no sort of emotional but anchor to this. But I still wouldn't call it bad, and I wouldn't say was was my childhood ruined? No. No. In fact, it stayed about the same. Yeah. I was pretty indifferent to this yeah, movie. Yeah, when, I was a when kid. this movie came out, I was pretty ambivalent about it, and I'm like, yeah, there's it's a very technically strong movie, but the yeah. story is plotting and not great. Well directed, well filmed. Well, di- yeah, absolutely good. Moderately acted. So the little people weren't all great. Yeah, but Val Kilmer was great. He was, he's really good. In fact, there, I was like, man, if this if this movie was about Mad Mardigan, this would have been a really <laughs> yes. good movie. If like the Willow part was just like a small chapter of his like <laughs> his 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 story, yeah. you know. Not the main... And we don't know why they call him Mad Mardigan. Maybe we do. I miss... I only watched this once. Our last few movies, I've watched them all twice, and it makes a difference. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I would have felt as... And I also feel like if I had to watch this movie a second time, I would have been like, God... Well, I feel like that every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, God, wow. Damn it. I doubled well, down. Yeah. I should not yeah. have doubled down. I should always double down, but I'm lazy. And it's a lot of time, man. The things we do for you people. You better fucking appreciate this. You people. Use peoples. Um, yeah. The, the little rockers. My childhood isn't ruined. It's not. No. It's, this is intact, which is. To say. You know, not every movie that we watch has to be exactly the best movie we ever saw. Yeah. Or it just worst. has to be something that we don't really remember, but we think was decent, you know? And this falls. And I'm like, yeah, this is decent at best it's a, just a forgettable movie well, I, rem- I remember willow being a part of my childhood yeah not a significant part but i was fully aware of willow i saw willow right more than once right without a doubt i feel like i definitely rented a vcr and this movie at the same time yeah for <laughs> sure and so many of the covers of this movie had like the skull guy in the background is yes. like a significant part. Who and again, he looked just like Skeletor, so that was very important. Even, yeah, but he kind of like had horns. The audience. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And it was like a much scarier Skeletor. And he's a fully he, the character doesn't be like oh doesn't really pan out. There's not no, much of a payoff. Nothing with that guy at all. That's the issue with this movie. No big payoffs. That, yeah. There's no, you're not really that concerned for anyone at any point. Kind of concerned for Willow when he comes out after sort of getting beat up. A movie like Willow could come out now because you could have five or six really insane CGI scenes of stuff that you couldn't even conceive of when you made this, you know? And so the story would be enough for that. But without that, you're left with Willow. (laughs) Yeah. A pretty mediocre movie that was put together well but in the end 
I will never see again and will never think about. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. So that's that. That's that. Do we have a... Do we have any... Bomb Next, shelter? See. Are we doing that? Yeah, we are. <laughs> we'll, discuss, we'll discuss that after this. Okay. So what... Uh, I don't. I guess we won't have time for a Thanksgiving movie this year. But who cares? Because there's not really a Thanksgiving movie to ruin. I don't think. Mm, there's good Thanksgiving movies. There is. There's definitely a but, movie that has Thanksgiving in it that could be ruined. Yeah, um, it's true. But like we t- we've mentioned, planes, trains, and automobiles. But that's just too. It's just too good. And I've seen it as an adult and it's yeah really good yeah still good it holds up a thousand percent emotionally it's funny and when you get older it's even crazier yeah yeah we're about to be john candy in in that movie my wife is dead (laughs) (laughs) just pathetic washed out losers clinging on to anything (laughs) nah i have have a good three more years till that's true just kidding (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't know not ruined not in, it just uh, this is as indifferent as i felt about a movie that we've done yeah i was i was afraid to, i was afraid to do this podcast because i felt like i had absolutely nothing to say about it which is true which is why we spend so much time and also, talking about I other feel things like i didn't I, like just did not resonate with me and uh, yeah yeah and i didn't want to be negative about little people <laughs> we weren't though. We weren't, and I there's nothing wrong with I really little people. I didn't want to be. There isn't, and I don't. Th- like, there isn't, but I feel like I didn't want to make. No, I mean, there's just differentiations between people, and we can make yeah. stupid jokes and not right. But <laughs> we're on the record as saying little people are 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 great. We're all different. Everyone's different. Doesn't if you're mean, a person doesn't mean you're less than. Hey, if you're a person, guess what? You're a fucking person. Yeah. The end. The That's end. all I have to say about that, I guess. Well but, said. Well said. Yes. So then the deposition, they'll play that, and Good. we won't be in trouble. Yeah, when we get sued. <laughs> Highly offensive. The LPC. Yeah. Am I going to say what that stands for? No. Nope. All right. Uh, I guess that's it. Uh, maybe, we'll, maybe, we'll do, uh, maybe we'll do Mannequin next. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll do... Baby, the lost world of the brontosaurus, or whatever that movie is called. Baby, the se- the 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 lost, the secret of the lost legend, <laughs> the lost secret of the legend, the legend of the lost secrets. <laughs> Which one is it? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> oh my phone! I'm surprised dead. it's real life. Maybe we'll baby legend of the legend of the lost secret. Is, I think that's it. Or there's a comma, baby, legend of the secret, comma, lost. (laughs) Legend of the secret, lost. (laughs) I don't fucking know. All right. I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Got late. This was a longer podcast than I expected it to be. Yep, guys. This is actually too long. And if you listen to it all the way, then you are my best friend and I love you forever because you shouldn't have done that. (laughs) That's all right. I disagree. I know. All right. This has been Let's Ruin Our Childhood. I'm Tom McGrain. I'm Alex Carter. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right.